four, three, two. Call Up Promotion presents the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, starring Ed Grant, Tommy Martinez, and Mr. Adam Tate, executive producer Shay Big Bubba Martinez. And now, here's the greatest podcast, according to them, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. <laughs> Excellent. I like it. <laughs> welcome and welcome to the Time and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, Season 2, Adam, Episode Number 30. And that voice you heard is that of El Gran Tommy Martinez. And that voice you just heard is that of my rock and roll brother and the humblest guy that I know on planet Earth, which we are reunited again, <laughs> Mr. Adam Tate. Tommy, do you remember how to do this stuff? I was holy wondering if you holy. if you remembered how to do this. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just on like uh, this uh, this this uh, hyper bravado just let's, to try to get me through. Let's it. just say right now to keep the expectations low because <laughs> <laughs> we might have a few hiccups here and there. I'm coming. Oh out. shit, we forgot a third birthday. Whoa, <laughs> goddamn it! No, no, that's not gonna happen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we could pull that one out fast i was gonna say that uh i'm counting on the hater factor they were happy we were gone for two weeks but they'll be they'll be looking oh <laughs> they, they look, they'll be back they'll look at the same time every yeah. week just to see yeah have, have they quit yet yes <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be really disappointed <laughs> dude I'm, I'm glad to be back adam i really am how was your trip it was you went really out of good. town, it you went was, to it California. Was, it was really to go good. Welcome man, yeah. a new member of the family, right? Yeah, my grandson was born. Yeah, Lorenzo on May the 6th, man. Yeah, it was super awesome. Yep. How'd yes, that go? Sir. You loved California. You loved everything about it, right? It was uh it was uh California. I've been to California, you know, various times. Uh mm-hmm. hadn't been out to uh that part of California, which is all that southwestern desert coming out of Arizona. Sure. Uh, it was interesting, you know. I it wasn't. Uh, I was kind of disappointed because I didn't get to see like the road runners and uh, wolves coyotes. and coyotes. You know what what they're known for. Mm. You know what? That's you didn't so, see any wildlife. Is that what you're saying? No, I saw wildlife for sure. They were in the oh, hom- there were people. They were in the homeless. <laughs> oh yeah, they were in the homeless encampment. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, we're laughing at it, but it's right. you know, yeah. it's sad. I hear it's like terrible. It's a lot. There was a lot of homeless people, man. There right. really was. I, well, let me just put it this way: there was a lot of people in tents. I really don't know if they were homeless. It could just be a campsite. Yeah, yes, it could have been a campsite for all I know. Okay. Yeah, urban campsite. Even though the campsites, like in Joshua Tree. Those were campsites for real. <laughs> there, there's there were there's no, nobody there. There's no homeless there. They need permits for that. Right. They probably had like rangers out there saying, <laughs> "No, this was COVID out here. There's no way you guys are pitching a tent out here. No, no pitching. Go a in tent. the city. <laughs> Find there, an overpass. There was no pitching. Boy, yo, yang. I'm doing my own sound effects today. And how was the uh, birth? Everything good. With everything mother, was baby? really. Everything was beautiful. My my beautiful daughter uh, had the baby. Aaron was there. You know, uh, doing a great job. Very proud of Aaron you know he hung in there through the whole deal and uh was he a nervous wreck he wasn't man he was he was calm cool and collective oh it was very it would they had to stay 48 hours in like total quarantine total quarantine yeah, what does that mean we, I mean we couldn't uh they couldn't come out we couldn't go in baby was born on Thursday we got to see them exactly 48 hours later on Saturday so they were a family in a bubble 
Could you look? Could you look in through a? a no, you could. Oh. You can't. You can get past the uh, the front desk at the hospital. It's a Navy hospital out there. Okay. It's kind of weird to explain, but it was it was the mask thing. You know, it's like the mask was stuck to your face the whole time you're out there. The reminder that as soon co- as you broke the seal on the front door of the house, mask was on oh, and man. it never came off. No, no, no. In, in in the house and throughout the community and whatnot, that was okay. But like, if you would go into the stores or, and not all the not all the establishments had uh, dining in, which after, we've been dining in for a while out here in Kansas. Well, sure. I wanted to eat a Jack in a Box meal, okay. and you couldn't go into the restaurant, so it was like drive through. And you know, could, little, could you sit on their stoop and eat it? Like right outside the door. We're in the car, man. Oh. <laughs> it's 29 Palms, California. You know, it's truly the boonies. Not too far away from Coachella, by the way, Adam. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't get to go Is to Coachella. Is that Co- where they have like Burning Man and then and stuff like that? Does I, that happen I, there? I don't well? know. I, that, I thought Burning Man was Texas. Oh, but I but I didn't go to Coachella, but I had Coachella coffee. I don't know. <laughs> I think I sent you a picture. You had a taste of Coachella. <laughs> yeah, I had a taste of it. Yeah, I think they canceled that. I'm not sure. I'm 100. I think Rage was Rage Against the Machine was supposed to play Coachella this year. And I think he's either been postponed. And they canceled. Or, they canceled that too. I think so. Yeah, it was supposed mm. to be sometime in April. They had some kind of event that's going to be a virtual event or a sitting in the desert event, like really separated on 27, 22 May, something like that out there. But since I wasn't going to be there, I didn't... Uh, you didn't care. I didn't bother uh, looking into it. Right. You know, that kind of deal. Well, congratulations. This is a thank big you, deal. Man. This is uh, grandchild you. number deuce. Yes. On the heels, like there's one coming <laughs> three, <laughs> right around the three corner. Three weeks away, yeah. Oh, my God. I had to take a break. Once grandson was out in the world and they were quarantined, we hauled ass out to Riverside County. I met with my cousin Franci and his wife, Seema. I had seen them, I want to say, like 10 years ago. At the Atlanta airport, he was held over and on his flight, and I was just passing through, and I had written something on Facebook, and he said, I'm here, and we met, and we had lunch together, I believe it was, so this time, I, we, I took a Wilda out there and uh, with me to uh, Riverside, and we had dinner, too, so, I mean, we did a lot, you know, a lot of things that... All I know about Riverside is, I think, that was the original, supposed to be the, the scene for... Breaking Bad, the TV show. Oh, yeah? Because I guess that's like the meth capital of the world, Riverside, California. It is? I thought they, they were, they're the I, citrus. That's what I heard. They're, the, they're one of the first citrus. They're known for citrus out there. Citrus and meth. I didn't know that. And uh, I guess. I wouldn't have went. <laughs> since there's like all these extra California tax implications, they decided to move it over to Albuquerque. <laughs> really? Right. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. They do have a lot of taxes out there, dude. No doubt. You know, it's expensive. You're restricted on what you can do, and you got to pay through the nose to do anything. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, it's yeah, that's a golden combination. No live music anywhere. There was nobody playing anything outside. Well, you couldn't gather to do anything, no. right? There, where we were at, like I said, we were out in the country further out than, as they call it, the country. So, you know, it's a gigantic desert. Desert. Is what it is. <laughs> there was this joint. They had a small state. It was there in Joshua Tree itself. There's a little town called Joshua Tree. Yeah. So, but you know, it wasn't being used or anything like that. It was a little town on on the foot of the uh, Joshua Tree National uh, Forest. You know, Adam, where uh, you two had their inspiration to call their album the Joshua Tree. And there was homeless also on the streets, well, uh, sleeping sure. around it, whatnot. Around so, the Joshua yeah. Tree? Yeah. No, no, no. Those. Oh. And by the way, I wasn't inspired one bit. 
You didn't. You uh, didn't. Uh, I, I got no you didn't inspiration. Pin no, a few no, chapters no, in your book. No, I did not. Oh. I did not. I didn't. I don't know how uh, you uh, you two got their inspiration out there. <laughs> Maybe was, they went to Riverside first. Right. Probably. Got, like, <laughs> <laughs> some, I think that's the. I think that's the way it works, man. You know, it's like. <laughs> yeah, I understand. But it was it was very cool. Thank you. I'm but glad, you're back. Good. I'm, I'm glad to be back. How'd you spend these last two weeks, man? Oh. Yeah. Um, Oh, I got into other things. Um, <laughs> I was told that I need to start learning about investing. Oh, oh. So I did that. No kidding. I'll, I'll try to cover that a little bit later. All right, all but, right, all right. Yeah. I was, I was in these investing streets. <laughs> <laughs> you're, in the, you're in the Joshua Tree Street. <laughs> that yeah. one could inspire me. It depends how much money I can make on that. Well. But, you know, I mean, it, we're back. Is I Actually, I, I think that. I feel a little refreshed. We were burning the uh, the candle on both ends for twenty nine episodes straight, man. It was so it was kind of weird. Oh, so it was kind of weird last Us. that, okay, that yes. first Friday, mm-hmm. you know, that I had left. Not, you know, I, I wish I, I would have taken. I had so much idle time. I would have taken a portable podcasting unit with me. But I'm gonna try to do that for the next time. I was hoping you would have done did a surprise podcast. I was hoping for that. But well, you I were, didn't have access were, to the studio. You were too busy. <laughs> you could have done it mobile. <laughs> oh my God. I have been so busy. Like I have usual things that I check and I look at. If it involved rock music or if it involved like uh, uh, fun TV shows or anything oh, like okay. this, nothing. I didn't even didn't even think about it. I was in these investing. Oh wow. Streets learn just listening to these guys profess. Oh, this is what you do here in this situation. And looking, I'm looking at these candles on the on the chart. Say, oh, we're gonna look at the four hour chart for this. And we've got this candle, and it's showing this upward upward fork uh, uh, direction. And that's a that's very bearish. So you might want to yeah. All this bullshit. Oh, it's, it's I, incredible. I hope that uh, that you go ahead and <laughs> and indulge me a little bit later on that one, for real. Adam, good morning again, buddy. Good Saturday morning. morning, May the fifteenth. Yes, mid May. Mid May with the white stripes and Seven Nation Army. It is, bro. And you know why we took the Seven Nation Army? No, I have no idea. Today is National Armed Forces Day, dude. It is? It is. That we were members of. We're just going to be celebrating this one nation, though, not seven nations' armies. We don't care about no other nations. (laughs) No. We're America. (laughs) The important nation. Yeah. Yeah, dude, Armed Forces Day is on the third Saturday. This is third Saturday of May already. That's crazy. Wow, it says here, uh, yeah, it's celebrated on the third Saturday of May. Wow. Pays tribute to the military personnel serving in the United States Armed Forces. That means all of them. Current current service. That's what it says. The celebration takes place each year during Armed Forces Week. Oh, so we get a day and a week. That's right. The United States military is composed of six branches, including the Army, Air Force, uh, Space Force. Yeah, Navy. there you go. I knew you were going to put that one in there. Navy, Marine Corps, and the Coast Guard. Actually, Coast Guard. the Coast Guard is uh, Department of Transportation, which is now, I believe, Homeland Security. They don't fall under like the the military. I don't believe type so. thing, but they were, but they're protecting the coast, yes, they, right? They were quasi military or something. Thought if I remember, aren't they I, armed service yeah, they people are, as they, well? So. They, they're they're armed services, but not armed services like to go out to war. They're for more the defense. Well, I would like to have the defense to be <laughs> under oh, under yeah. that umbrella yeah, that's too. True, yeah, yeah. You know, I believe they could go like and get some of the Benny, same thing, like medical and 
Do they have? They probably PX. have the same pay structure. Yeah, it's probably they, all the same. I think like so. That. Yeah, I lived on a Coast Guard base for a couple of years. That's why I know that. So at the time they were, like I said, they were a, a Department of Transportation. So mm. anyway, yeah, there are more than 1.3 million active duty service members are stationed in the United States and around the world. Adam, an okay. additional 800,000 reservists stand ready in the Army National Guard and the uh, also in the Air National Guard to include the reserves. Uh, the holiday unites the the country behind the men and women who currently serve their nation. So that sounds like 2.1 million active and reserve people, and that's been pared down quite a bit, right? Didn't wasn't the uh, Clinton administrations when they kind of pared down the military? Yeah, they started doing the restructuring bit. and all that. It was after Desert Storm, Desert Shield. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I'm going to go into try to be any kind of military history uh, historian. That's not really my but still. Thing. That's that's quite a quite a large you know, force. You know me. My uh, my MOS was one of the most important ones, which is HR, Chairborn Soldier. <laughs> 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 that's right. What? what but, was, but you had what, such what? a level of importance, though. Everybody <laughs> came to you when, right. the, when their pay was wrong or, or something like this. Right. That's right. Just like what? Weapons qualification? Dang it! <laughs> what the hell I'm going out there for? <laughs> Gonna scuff my polished boots. Yeah, <laughs> and my press uniforms. <laughs> I was so happy when the uh, when those digitals came out. You know the digital pattern. Oh, uniforms. that had like the computer look. Oh to it. man, I was so happy. You didn't like the old uh, green camis? I was one of those guys that embraces change. Okay. I embrace it. I say, you know what? This is gonna be a good thing. You're- you get tired of the, the the same old, same old, and you're, you're ready for a refresh. Well, yeah. Well, usually this was probably the change that made the most sense. Okay. You didn't have to iron them, and the boots were suede oh, boots. Oh, they were suede, <laughs> no polish. That's right. This, came, this happened after my time, I guess. Yes, it did. What what year did that happen about? That, that happened, I, wanna, I was deployed... Uh, in 2005, I know when I went out there, I went out in the desert camouflage. That's Bra- when they just the- figured out, hey, uh, guys, we're just going to be fighting in deserts from now on. So uh, yeah, <laughs> just, just change the uniform. So when I was there, I want to say in November and December, if I remember correctly, because honestly, time just blew by that whole year. Uh, I want to say around there is when they gave us the digitals out there. And we already had the boots that were the suede boots and all that. Mm. But it was great. It was like, oh, thank you, God. No more polishing boots and this yep. and the other. You know, then they, you know, you had to deal with the with the status quo geezers. I remember back in the shut the hell up, dude. <laughs> if you remember, you're like get out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I love this. It was. It was great. Then it didn't have to be. So like, it didn't. You didn't have to have the the, the crease. You didn't have to have it pressed or nah, anything. Nah, dude. Oh, a, this, this sounds like the, paradise. Look, I'll be honest with you. This is this is the way I saw it. Well, I'm always honest, but I'm gonna say I'll be very frank with you. The first one sucked because they used Velcro, yeah. and it was bad Velcro. It wasn't. It's not Velcro because Velcro is the brand. The, the hook and hook and loop. <laughs> Look, yeah, that thing. Yeah. Loop and hook, whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's called. Right. And it was the cheapest one, probably that they found. Lowest bitter, man. Yeah, exactly. Got to get so it. So it, then it got better, and, and they put better material on it, and then they changed it up a little. Anyway, it was a, it was like work in progress. I loved it, man. It was I, I and you know it was it was comfortable. It was baggy. You could take it out. You could you could put it in your bag, mm-hmm. take it out. Ten minutes later, not a single wrinkle on. I just what? it was there was no wrinkle to be found. I loved it. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. And then it had, then it had pockets in, in you know, in the uh, bottom part of the legs. It had pockets everywhere. <laughs> oh, and the best thing, <laughs> yeah. the best best thing, there was no more uh, 
sewing. It was all, you know, just pop oh, yeah, the you Velcro just, on. You just had like Velcro yeah. labels. Yeah. You didn't have to go to the seamstress uh-uh, or something to get, to get things put on. <laughs> yes. You know, and pay some in ridiculous. Damn, I got a different rank yeah. now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but it was great, man. I loved it. So, yeah. It was part of it. Oh, Adam. That's my, uh, that's my accountant. Okay, <laughs> my, my investments are. Have they have they reached you here yeah, they, already? They've bottomed out already. Did they know you were on. <laughs> did you run this super lucrative podcast? <laughs> anyway, Iron Forces history, right? Uh-huh. Some of it says it was the idea for citizens to come together and thank the members for their patriotic service. This one is specifically for the active. And the people who are currently in. Yes, no, it's everybody who's currently a member. Armed Forces Day, yes, that's what it says gotcha. here. Because Veterans Day, Veterans is, Day, people who have already is, served, yes. and then you have Memorial Day for the people who have and then Memorial Day has passed away. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So it was pretty cool. So and they give you some other, you know, some other history on it, which, you know, you just observe it by, you know, hashtagging yourself with. Uh, oh, there's got to be. Uh, wonderful deals offered to service members if they go into restaurants or things not, like this. Not for Armed Forces Day. There's not. Uh, but for Memorial Day, yes. And for Veterans Don't these Day. companies want good pub and say, hey, Armed Forces Day, if well, you're active duty, come on in. Well, it's anti-American, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was out there in California. I asked for a military discount at Panda. <laughs> and they, they gave it to me. They said, get, get out. <laughs> no, they, I was like, I was shocked. It's all right. I took, I took one. Pr- they I took probably one put, pr- they probably put the senior discount option on there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> low blow, low blow, low blow, low blow, low blow, low blow, low. Adam, it's also National Chocolate Chip Day as we go into this day in history, baby. And who is this? Iron Maiden. Two minutes to midnight. What were the chances we get Iron Maiden <laughs> after this day in history? On history. <laughs> history brought to you by history.com, baby. And this day in history. Yes. 1942, Adam. <laughs> oh, it sounds like we're, we're at war. Yes, we are. May the 15th, 1942. You're going to love this. Okay. We were just talking about, you know, my, my exploits as the HR guy, right? That's You're right. going to love these exploits right here. Oh, good. Lieutenant Ronald Reagan. Hey, Ronnie. <laughs> a cavalry officer applies for reassignment to the United States Air Force. What did the cavalry consist of in 1942? I don't know. They probably still Mechanized? had Mechanized? Was it in on Jeeps or something? Jeep? Yeah. I mean. I think it was those. Uh, do, do not, you know? armored, not armored cav, right? I think armored cav didn't exist at the time. I'm not sure. I, this guy, I should be ashamed of myself. We live right here in Kansas, and I've been up to Fort Riley a thousand times. Sure. And I've been to the Calvary Museum. I know that you can, you, you'll see, like, some of the vehicles up there are half tank, and they have wheels in the front. I don't know what this thing yeah, called. Yeah, I don't know either. So, yeah, anyway. But then previous to that, they weren't horses. I don't think Ronnie was on a horse other than he was f- filming a movie or something. Probably not. So, anyway, so he applied for reassignment in the Air Force. Oh, what? <laughs> he, he didn't like what oh, they had to offer. No, check this out. Check this out. Calvary. <laughs> not only did he uh, apply for a uh, reassignment to the Air Force, okay? Uh huh. He went to the Air Force where he could eventually put his thespian background to use in the World War II propaganda films. Oh. So not only, not only am I going to get out of being a cavalry officer, all right, I'm going to go and film movies for... <laughs> <laughs> 
for propaganda. Me yeah. doing things that I could very well easily be doing in the field, but I'm going to do it for make-believe. Well, uh, I think I'd be much more effectively used if I was in front of the camera, sir. <laughs> yes, Adam. You nailed it. <laughs> great. That was a great invitation. I love it. <laughs> The transfer was approved less than a month later, okay? Sure. And Reagan was given a job as a public relations officer for the first motion picture unit. Had he been uh, had he been an actor before? <laughs> yeah, of okay. course, yeah. I didn't I didn't know what what uh, his era was when he started. Oh man, this is some good stuff here, man. The unit was the first motion picture unit of the armed forces, so and the uh, wow. acronym for it was FUMPU. FUMPU? <laughs> Motion picture. Yeah, that's what it says right here. That's what it says right there. And then it's uh, it released Why We Fight. It was documentary uh, Memphis Bell. The free the films were screened both domestically and foreign. Uh, even one even won an Oscar, man. That's which is incredible. Wow. Yeah. Now were these like the shorts that they would play before movies and people would go to the theater? Exactly. And also, like I said, they built like they filmed this one that won an Oscar that was called uh, Air Force, and then it was later named to Beyond the Line of Duty. Mm. You know, the Air Force at the time, I, I don't know what the deal was, but I think it was Army Air Force. Army Air Force, right. Yeah, I mean, those dudes were fighter pilots. They didn't know what, that was all on the cuff. You know, they were doing what they needed to do, plus they were battling those Japanese kamikazes. So these guys had to have balls of steel. But I don't think I don't think Ronnie was up there filming while they were doing that. I just, he was making a film of <laughs> He it. was making a film. Yeah. <laughs> they had that fan blowing in his face oh, with like the, the, the silk <laughs> the, the silk thing around his neck going in the in the breeze. Yeah. Looking like Snoopy. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Adam. <laughs> wow, this day in his this day in history, but in sports, Adam. Wow. <laughs> this one brings memories back. Long time ago. Great show that was. <laughs> today in sports history, Adam, brought to you by uh, History.com and This Day in History mm-hmm. uh, slash Sports. Okay. All right, check this out. Of course, that was the Gilligan's Island theme. 1981. What are the chances we're going to match it up with Gilligan's Island? <laughs> I don't know. What year is this? 84? 1981, May 81. the 15th. Okay. The Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> on Gilligan's Island. Oh, <laughs> <yes>. Debuted. 81? <laughs> on NBC. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a special min- was a, many, many years after. Was, that's right. Oh yes, God. it was about, well, I want to say it was like, uh, I want to say 11, 12 years after. It was the third of three movies that reunited the cast uh, of the 1964-1967, actually 14 years after, of the sitcom Gilligan's Island. The film aired on this day in 1981. Isn't that cool or what? That is really neat. Now, I don't don't remember that they got to Gilligan's Island somehow, but I don't remember how they got there. How did they land? What... Catastrophe happened that actually landed the Harlem Globetrotters on Gilligan's Island. Okay, I'm going to wing this completely because it's a lot of bullshit. Oh, but, but, but you have uh, the information. I do, but okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> read. Gonna th- read word for I'm word. not gonna read three paragraphs of this okay. shit. So this is how it happens. I believe in the other two installments. One, they had been rescued, right? And sure. and by this time, they're operating a resort. Oh, so they um, were rescued, and then they went back? Yes, and they created this uh, resort in on Gilligan's Island. 
Oh, so, but yes. they weren't trapped anymore. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. It doesn't say trapped on Gilligan's Island, the title Adam. It <clears> says <throat> Gilligan's Island. Okay. So anyway, guess who was the major investor on the uh, on uh, as the res- uh, Thurston Howe the Third? Uh, yeah, there, there you go. Uh, the and Lovey, yes, and Lovey. Well, probably Lovey probably passed away by then. But oh, I don't. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just guessing on that. Well, sorry, <laughs> sorry, relatives of Lovey, but. Uh, he couldn't make it out to the resort, so he sent his son. Oh no! And now there was some guy that was their major competitor that wanted to take over the uh, the resort. And Donald uh, Trump, <laughs> <laughs> Trump International. No, let me see. The guy was called J.J. Pearson. He was okay. a corporate raider, and oh. the Harlem Globetrotters had been called into the resort to play against the cast and whatnot to you know generate. Uh, uh, what do you call that? Enthusiasm to bring people in, oh. and then th- between one thing and the other, this guy Pearson had robots that played uh, oh yeah basketball. Yes. <laughs> did, did I jog your memory? On yes, that? <laughs> that's right. And then they had to. The only way that they could win was to do their crazy tricks and all their crazy playing because they, the robots were pro- they were programmed I'm not programmed to, to defend this. Yeah, they were programmed to do like technical basketball. <laughs> oh, that's right. God, I forgot about that. <laughs> is that wild? Genius. Or wild? Isn't that, you know, who would, who would come up with this stuff? I mean, I have no idea. But I thought they were doing their globe trotting or something, and then their plane crashed or something, and then they, they swam to Gilgan's uh, Island. That, or would, something be, like that, that. would be too good. <laughs> they had Metal Ark Lemon and Curly Neal and all those guys. Curly Neal was there. I don't think, I didn't see Metal Ark Lemon's name on the credits on that one. Mm. You know, Curly Neal's probably one of the most recognized ones, even though Metal Ark Lemon is as well. But sure. Adam, yes, Tommy. Today in sports history, I mean, excuse me, today in rock history. I yeah, got, yeah. I got that. It was my first boo-boo right there. Not too bad. <laughs> We've been in for a while. <laughs> Brought to you by History.com. Our favorites. This day in music.com. Songfacts.com slash history. I got that right without reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Make sure we're still recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be a tragedy. <laughs> 1970, Adam, the Guess Who, baby. American That's right. Woman. American Woman. What a great song this is. I believe, a sneaking suspicion that you like the Lenny Kravitz version better. I love the Lenny Kravitz. It's, <laughs> it's off of Austin Powers. <laughs> you know, two, two of my favorite performers, Lenny Kravitz and Mike Myers. Oh, what can I tell the you? The marriage made in heaven. <laughs> Plus, you know, the Guess Who's Canadian song. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> we we uh, value uh, Rush as the highest of all Canadian uh, musicians out there. Yes. At least I, between, I, I, I spoke for you, Absolutely. Adam, so I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. Anyway, but check this out. American Woman, what do you think American Woman is about, Adam? Um, sexy ladies with tans because they're walking around Canada. They don't see anybody with any tans. And they say, oh, there's a tan lady. That must be an American woman. Check it out. You're wrong. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> the Canadian band, right, hit number one in America with American Woman. Mm-hmm. The song is actually a tribute mm-hmm. to Canadian women. What? That's right. Oh, 
Okay. The music, the, lyrics, the okay. music and lyrics of the song were improvised on stage during a concert in southern Ontario. Well, of course. Bachman was playing notes while tuning his guitar after replacing a broken string. Next thing you know, he's playing this riff. Mm-hmm. And here comes the improvised lyrics. Yada, yada, yada. They noticed a kid, dude, in the audience with a, with a cassette recorder. Uh-huh. And they uh, actually told the kid, we, we want you to go ahead and give us that uh, cassette so we could go ahead and take it back to the studios and record this song so they could remember exactly what they were doing. He just had it in his hand, waving yeah, yeah, it around yeah, yeah. or something? I guess so. A cassette tape recorder, when I, when I should have said that. Oh, not okay. a cassette that had tape a little, itself, The one yeah. that had you connected the yes, little yes, microphone yes, to yes, had zero yes. fidelity. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Right. I, extreme mono. Yes. <laughs> if you wanted to uh, record your voice going into a machine, that's about as good as it could do. Or if you had no money, you would place that up to the radio, and you could record your favorite song and hear it over and over again. Uh-huh. You, you could, it was better than that than trying to buy the 45. <laughs> right. <laughs> the song lyrics have been a matter of debate over the years. Uh, and interpreted it as a attack on politics because uh, at the time the Vietnam War was going on and okay. uh, Canada didn't have any kind of draft. American like women that. are real warmongers, so yeah. yes, American women stay away from me. You <laughs> you're trying to kill the Vietnamese. So and and the reason was when they were improvising these lyrics, and I guess is where I wanted to go with this. As uh, the singer was of the guest who was looking on the stage, he was noticing that. The Canadian women women were looking way better. They had aged better mm. uh, than the American woman because the American was looking kind of rough <laughs> for some reason. That's, I mean, I, <laughs> I'm ad-libbing, but that's basically what it says here. It says, it was on my mind that girls in the United States seemed to get older quicker than our girls uh, that made them, well, you know, kind of dangerous. So that's why I was like, get away from me, American women. Well, if you want to keep something fresh, what do you do? You put it in the refrigerator <laughs> and you keep it nice and chilled <laughs> and nice and cool. <laughs> I think that was part of the lyrics somewhere. <laughs> Talking about cool, Adam, the Rolling Stone. With tumbling dice. Yes, sir. Exile on Main Street, right? You got it, man. You love that one, don't you? 1972, Adam. May the 12th, 1972. Mm -hmm. That's right. Rolling Stones did release Old Master of Disaster. (laughs) Exile on Main Street, yes. Okay, good. A landmark double album. Yes. That were they uh that they recorded in some villa in France. In France because they were on tax exile, That's right? That's right, from, you got it, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you're like you I know, remember a thing or two about awesome. a thing or two. You know, it's almost like, you know, your Led Zeppelin thing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. It's like we may have to we may just have to go ahead and Oh no. You got your Beatles, you got uh you got everything that's English, you know it. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> You know, shit. I have a, a little genre, right? I have a, uh, you, you got a niche, a niche, as you, yes, as you say, you a go. niche. Yeah. And <laughs> speaking of which. Oh, what do, what do we got now? Settle down, class. It's this week's rockin' higher education lesson on Led Zeppelin 101 with Professor Adam Lee Tate. You love that, don't you? <laughs> I sure do. Adam is uh, waving his microphone to the classroom <laughs> as he was going, ah, ah, in the classroom. That's, was way, going, that's ah, the way you signal everything, like, right? Oh, professor, what's going on, man? All right. <laughs> I like this. 
Over the hills and far away. That's right, off of Houses of the Holy. Isn't that Fantastic awesome? Fantastic album. Yeah. Love it. Well, we're going to go back in history for this one. Oh. Uh, May 11th, 1974. Oh, man. Led Zeppelin. Yeah, House, Houses of the Holy was just, had just been released, correct? Uh, 73. Okay. No, but they were they were probably on that tour, that part of that tour then. All right, then. all right. Um, but uh, they, Led Zeppelin, attended a show by Elvis Presley. No kidding. The king? The king. And you know, in the in their, uh, their wait, encores... Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. This is going to be on the test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, <laughs> in their encores, you know, when they're playing uh, usually like Whole Lot of Love. Okay. They would play the beginning part of Whole Lot of Love, and then they'd break it down, and they would do old blues song, and then they would always incorporate some sort of old Elvis song. Would they kind, did? Would kind of be in there every once in a while. They did a kind of a medley? Yeah, they'd do like a medley. And then you know, oh, you'd wow. re- reprise it back with the whole lot of love stuff. So they were big Elvis fans. And they all had their roots in the same type of music, like the same Mississippi Delta blues stuff. So Yeah, stealing black music. They were good at that. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they attended the show. And uh, it was announced from the stage that Led Zeppelin were there because uh, Elvis was kind of tripping over himself at the beginning of the concert and he wanted to get things to sound right. So this is a little snippet. Where was this at again? From the show. It was the Forum in L.A. Oh, okay. Well, hello there. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold it. <laughs> if we could start together for a little bit because we got Led Zeppelin out there and Jimmy Darren and... Uh, Whole bunch of people in. Let's try to look like we know what we're doing. What we that doing was now? Elvis? Now, what were we doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, hello there. Yes. My husband so there, alone. There was the, uh, the instance where he brought up Led Zeppelin from the stage, and after the show, they did meet. And uh, I've heard the story. Uh, told usually by Robert Plant because he's you know the vocalist, right? Big looking up to Elvis Presley, and they 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 stood in a semicircle and they talked about their influences and talked about the their famous uh, Mississippi blues men that they all shared love for. And uh, Robert Plant said that he always liked the the song "Love Me." And he would sing that whenever they would go do like a sound check. That would be one of the things that he would like to sing. So then it starts off, you know, treat me like a fool, treat me mean and cruel, whatever, but love me. And uh, anyway, they he gives him that information. And then as Led Zeppelin's leaving, Elvis sticks his head out and he starts singing to Robert Plant, treat me like a fool. <laughs> and, then, and then they start singing to each other. Let's, and let's. it was a whole huge thing, and I was like, "Ah, oh, I'm singing in a duet with Elvis Presley." It's man love. It's it's isn't that beautiful? <laughs> I think that's fantastic. Oh wow, Adam! You know, right now, man, I I you, I'm I'm flabbergasted. Why? Because I know you you're because I also know you're an Elvis fan as well. I know I have an Elvis tattoo, but uh, yes, I am a huge Elvis fan. That this is why this this story actually speaks to me because I like oh. A crossing of the paths of of this generation and this influence to these guys just coming up and being great, and it all happened May the eleventh, May the eleventh, nineteen seventy four. That Meeting. is so awesome, yep. man! I love it. That is. Oh, thank you, thank you, Professor. Oh, of course. That's a, so. You're, you, I can't. We cannot. Did you get that in your notebook? I did. <laughs> <laughs>
It's I, this I like the uh, I like the uh, education lesson. I'll take the shit off. Oh, <laughs> oh no. It's it's, uh, it's it was uh, very cool. That's, uh, you know, I mean, when you get when you get uh, powerhouses like that, that they come together. I mean, it has to be. Yeah, and Robert described and, and and meeting your heroes is just like you know everybody's dream. Robert know? described the room as like entering like, uh, like it was like a get smart. You remember the beginning of get smart? Oh, yeah, you, you yeah, walk yeah, through yeah, one yeah, door yeah, and yeah. another door and another door. So that was part of it as well, huh? Yeah, he went to like the hotel or whatever. They met at the hotel, and and then inside the room it was just like a bunch of. Ladies out of the like the sixties with like beehives and pencil skirts and all this stuff and and Robert said, well, "This is fantastic. This is just what I need." <laughs> but yeah, a, a whole lot of loving, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of hoes. <laughs> oh, no, that's a good. That's one good story. That's awesome. Really, that was a great story, man. That's pretty good. I love history when it comes to cool shit like that. Oh, yeah. Me too. All right, Adam. That kind of history I like. This is a cool song by the Yardbirds, man. It is. For Your Love. 1976, Adam. Okay. This one's titled Death by Rock and Roll. Now, that's probably happened to quite a few people. I think this is the one of the lifestyle anyway. One of those powerhouses, I guess. This is the where it starts uh, getting crazy. So, 1976, 33-year-old Keith Reef, former lead singer of the Yardbirds, okay, electrocuted himself while Ooh. tuning a guitar which was not properly grounded. Wow! Did you know that? No, I had no idea. The accident he was happened. A singer? Yeah. Okay. The accident happened in his West London home, uh, where he was found by his eight-year-old son, dude. That's messed up. I know. Still holding on to the plugged-in guitar. Had it been damaged, or was it just faultily constructed? It just wasn't grounded. So, Man. I mean, it's not like uh, I mean, you know, I have a few instruments around here. It's not like you. It's not like you're grounding a house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you, they think this thing. But is... But they're sending enough juice to that thing to actually put you down. Yeah, dude, that's one twenty. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> wow. It doesn't. You know, can you imagine you're going to hit those strings and zap? <laughs> That's rock and roll. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Adam. You're going to love this story right here. Oh, good. We all know about uh, the Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney get together. The Ebony and Ivory. Ebony and Ivory. Sure. Epic. <laughs> I don't know if it's an epic, but yeah, they did get together. <laughs> they started. Or we told we told Stevie they got together. Yeah, he, he, yeah, couldn't, yeah. he didn't know for sure. He felt it. <laughs> <laughs> they started their seven week run at number one today, man. In uh, 1982, man. Wow, that's that's a, right. that's a long <laughs> that's a long period at number one. Check this out: the uh, number one song uh, was the 24th for Mr. Paul McCartney. Wow. And uh, the title was inspired by McCartney hearing Spike Milligan say, black notes, white notes, and you need to play the two to make harmony, folks. Mm. I have no idea Genius. who I have no idea who this uh, Spike Milligan is. I, yeah, is no he idea. a musician of some sort? We'll have to look up that He had later. to have created a song <laughs> where he was talking <laughs> he, about keyboard. He helped. Okay? You know, he's important enough. 
But Adam, mm-hmm. hold on. There's more to this story. Yes. It was this song, which was a huge song, Yeah, was later named the 10th worst, worst. song of all time. <laughs> I know. That by Blender Magazine. In present day, it's pretty loathed. <laughs> it doesn't have a lot of high esteem. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, in 2007, Adam, it was named the worst duet in history wow. by BBC Six and its listeners. Worse too. than like Bing Crosby and David Bowie? <laughs> Worse than that? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the Celine Dion? Uh-oh. What is this? Adam, this is the Ghetto Boys. My mind is playing tricks on me. Did I do that right? You got it. You got it right. You got the, uh, what is the, the humping and the thumping down. But please, please refrain yourself from doing any of that here. Bushwick Bill, Adam, uh-huh. May the 10th of 1991. You know who Bushwick Bill is? Oh, that sounds familiar. Take a take a stab at which one it is. Bushwick Bill, come on. Um, There's only three ghetto boys. Um, yeah, I don't know. No, I don't know. I, I, you can't. <laughs> not at all. Idea. You, you no can't idea. even recall. I don't the know visuals? any ghetto boys. Okay. okay. <laughs> he received the. Okay, so just to let you know, he was a little person, dude. AKA a midget. You know, just in case people don't know oh. what little people are. He's the smaller like one. Like Beetlejuice. Yeah, kind, kind of. like of, that? Something like that. Okay. He was the guy that had like a patch and whatnot. I don't know if you... Just, you're going to have to have to Google. I thought you knew about the Ghetto Boys. My bad. No, I, I don't. I should have sent you a picture first. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, he received a signature look when he lost his right eye after being shot by his girlfriend. Note, that's just one version. Oh, that's street cred right there. That's good. <laughs> that's another version. That's what you want. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> anyway, there's another version that uh, he shot himself while he was cleaning his gun. Except okay. except Ghetto Boys had a huge following. Still have down that Houston. Uh, he was initially a dancer with the uh, with the Ghetto Boys. I believe it was. Is that where Ghetto Kid Boys. Rock got an influence to it, have it, his little it, short it, man? It could very well be. Yeah. Anyway, this guy had problems with with substance abuse and the whole deal. You know, just the same saddle story that shouldn't be shocking anybody right death now. Death by rock and roll. Yeah, death or, by rock or, and roll. And matter of fact, he died in 2019. This is what I'm thinking, though. Okay. And this is just on a side note. Have you ever noticed in the past several uh, years, all the commercials on TV are the inclusion commercials? You have skinny people. You have fat people. You have uh, mixed couples. You have gay couples. If you're ever at like a, a Olive Garden or something, there's always a black person, an Asian person, yeah. white people. Yes, there's, there's always a mix. There's a ginger. Yeah, the whole yeah. thing. But have you ever noticed any little people in commercials? Hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, did Vern Troyer do any commercials? Th- no, <laughs> <laughs> I think he probably did for Pepsi or Sprite or something. Yeah, I he know. had to have, but but you know that you know, but he was just extremely super popular. You mean just a generic, just t- generic, just generic yeah. little person? Yeah, not the commercials either, like on uh, on those uh, cable channels that have the the shows with little people. Which, by the way, my favorite show was <laughs> Little Women Atlanta. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> with Miss Juicy. <laughs> That was my show. <laughs> she was so sassy. I laughed so hard. That show. Did, has she passed already? No. <laughs> She's a meme now. She's a meme? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I'm sure you could take any episode and make memes out of that. Yeah, I know. Just, uh, but yeah, I think they're waiting for uh, to make an updated version of The Wiz so she could be some of those uh, little people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
The munchkins? <laughs> I guess, <so>, yeah. <laughs> Chocolate munchkins. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but uh, have you noticed that? They're kind of like, you know, left out there out of yeah. all. The, yeah. I was just noticing when I was, yeah. it just hit me all of a sudden. I'm like, Everybody is kind of of the same size. There's not like any gargantuan people. Mm-mm. And there's not like any really short people. Yeah, they didn't even use little people like for that Kia commercial. They use hamsters. Yeah, hamsters. <laughs> <laughs> they should have used the small actor. That's what they should have done. <laughs> I would have. I should have filed exactly. something illegal. They would even. They would even <laughs> well, you know what? Let's let's go ahead and get uh, cancel culture and LeBron James on that one right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's pinning the tweet right now. <laughs> Yeah, he's the new tweeter. Yeah, I know. He'll let you know what to think. They, they take out Donald Trump, but they leave this guy. What's the, what's what's going on? Where's the equality here? He thinks the right way. <laughs> Jay's addiction, Adam. Been caught stealing. Yes. Two thousand, Adam. May the twelfth, two thousand. All right. Okay. You have to remember this for sure. All right. Following the launch of Metallica's legal case against popular online sharing sure. service Napster. Right. Lars Ulrich of Metallica. Yes. And mm-hmm. Chuck D of Public, Public Enemy. Enemy. Exactly. Whew. Debate on the Charlie Rose show, the pros and the cons, and what was this all and about. And Chuck D was pro-Napster? Yes. Sir. Obviously? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, all right. Well, Metallica didn't like, they didn't like artists being just essentially robbed of their work that was his uh his standpoint you know it was all these files yeah digitally made and just shared person to person and got no compensation for any artist their work Mm -hmm. here's a large quote it's really not about the money Mm, okay (laughs) it's about control and about the future to me the core issue is about people's perception of what their rights are on the internet and how it relates to intellectual property. I could see that. Okay. But so what he's saying, if you read through that, it's about the money. Of course it is. Yeah. Absolutely. It's always about the money. It's always. I mean, that's the number. It's the bottom line as they say that, you know? Absolutely. Chuck D is quoted as saying, this is like the power goes back to the people. Because the industry over the past 50 to 60 years have been accountant lawyer, and the lawyer driven. And it hasn't been about the artistry. For Chuck... The Napster debate was elicited too familiar panic over the future of music sales. Hmm. If one person purchased an item and copied it and sent it out to a million people, yeah. the, the, the artist who made that thing got one sale, and everybody else got, got a copy of the one. But also, you know, the, the lawyers did jump into this Okay. later on, and then we started doing the whole, uh, I think it went to some kind of a, I think Lars ended up going to be testifying before uh, Congress. Obviously. Yeah, he was kind of leading the charge. He was ta- he was taking all the flack for kind of fighting against oh, the Napster. I think he got booed in one of the award shows too, probably. You know, and the guy from Napster was applauded. <laughs> but the bottom line is Lars and the uh, and the artist won because honestly, it's their intellectual property. Mm-hmm. I get that if you created it. It's like, if you want to use this podcast, go ahead. <laughs> we suck anyway. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck if maybe, you ma- maybe you can get something out of it. We, we can't. Hey, if you make any money, give us props at least. <laughs> pay us pay us with, bra- with a braggadocious rice. I don't know. <laughs> it was a hot uh, a subject. It was a hot theme. I mean, I, I don't. I don't think uh, Napster, they still survive to this day, I believe. But then you know, obviously they do. Cry. They? Yeah, they do. Yeah. How? 
I don't know, but they're, they're probably doing just like uh, Amazon Music and everybody else is doing. But their profile has to be like zero. I didn't even know I, that they existed. It was here. It says how many millions of users still has, like eight millions of users. In foreign nations, I maybe? So. In, I have no idea. If you're out in the bush I'm, somewhere? I'm just going off of what, what you know I saw on, wow. the, on this article. I had no idea. It's pretty wild. But do they have to sign up and they have to pay a certain amount to I would use Napster that's, that's, now? That's how they work. I mean, I'm I finally broke down and, and went onto YouTube Music because <laughs> oh, I was traveling. Is that fine? Do you find everything that you need? Yeah, there? so far so good. Yeah. Okay. It's not bad. This is my first music service that I subscribe to. I had never done that. So, but you can see where the these artists aren't getting compensated. For Absolutely. That because yeah. you're paying a, a tiny little portion each month, and you have access to a plethora of things. Just you could just listen to whatever you want and they get small tiny fractions of cents so but still you know and, and i'll cover this a little bit later because there's a little bit there's some more history later on 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 how that works in a kind of i see that with that point that you just made and thank you for bringing it up is that in a certain way the battle wasn't won a hundred percent there was some leeway given here you can't control technology that much sure. it's almost impossible yeah it's gonna take over eventually sure but True. that's that's the deal. True. Oh, yeah. We got we got too serious on that one. Philosophical. Here we go. Rush baby. One little victory. Great song. Underrated album too. Super underrated. Really, really yeah. pretty good. Adam released May fourteenth, two thousand and two. Mm-hmm. Vapor trails. Their 17th studio album, Rushes, and the first since the deaths of Neil Peart's daughter and uh, and wife five years prior. And this was after Neil Peart had went on that uh, colossal the journey, uh, motorcycle yes. ride around mm-hmm. the the world, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Or America, North America, yeah. South America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. Okay. It was their, uh, it says here, it was the first time since Caress of Steel. Okay, wow, way back there. Yeah, that the group did not use keyboards or synthesizers. I hate that word. Mm. Alex Lifeson was loving it. <laughs> what, what you want? You want the guitar front and center now? Oh, hold on. He wait, got, hold, wait a minute. He got to, he got to do his deal. <laughs> Ooh, Adam. Whoa, what is this? Wu-Tang! Uh-oh. Look out. Kung Fu Boogie at him! Kung Fu. Look out for these karate chops. It's the Wu-Tang! <laughs> 2002, Adam. You're okay. going to love this one, too. Oh, good. Uh, the Wu-Tang name generator went online. Name? Oh, yes. so you can make your own Wu-Tang name? Yes! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Is it still available? Yes, it is. It oh, is. I like this. The app. Uh, you don't have. You don't have to look it up. Don't. Leave, don't even worry I'm, about I'm it. I got you. I got you. Oh, good. The app. <laughs> <laughs> the app turned your real name uh-huh. into one suited for the rap oh, collective. I like it. <laughs> so it's like go buy your gear, mm-hmm. go buy your hat. You know the ones that come with the brim backwards or sideways, okay, or the hats that don't fit right on your head. Right. You know which one I'm talking about. Cock to the side, yeah, a that bit. kind of deal. I don't right. know why you would buy something that doesn't fit you, but you know I, I got you. All right, and then okay. you 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 could also buy the gigantic pants, right? Oh, you know, the, the big, big pants. T-shirts and all that. You could put 
you know. Now, some, do the pants have to? Do they come up to my waist, or do they fall a little bit below? I believe they have to show your underwears. I'm not 100 percent sure. Oh, okay. I don't know how that all works out. Is but, there a color code to the underwear? Does it uh, need to be a certain color? It, if you're styling like the wolves, you have to. You know, I'm sure there has to be some kind of color coordination. Out of <laughs> color coordination. <laughs> but you know, and you can still have you know the ability to, to throw your spits. So my lumberjack pattern is not going to work. Not. <laughs> <laughs> and the overalls won't either. Okay. It could be unless they're you know they're kind of pink like a uh, little Nas X or something. Okay. Adam. Yes. You could, like I said, you could rap. You could have your rap skills You down. have the skills, you have the dress, you have yes, everything you have, you need. You have the attitude. But, you're right, go ahead. You need the name. The, the name. moniker. That's right. To hang with the wolves. Yes. Just to hang with them. They're not gonna, they're not gonna take Adam Tate. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they will not, Adam. Uh-huh. But they will take Attacker Smiling. What? <laughs> Attacker smiling. That's my that's my Wu Tang name. That's your Wu Tang name. Attacker smiling. Attacker smiling. How bro. is that generated? I you just put your name and you put in Adam Tate. Boom. That's what comes out. Wow. <laughs> and right next to you, guess who's going to be standing? Oh, this is going to be special. Who is it going to be? It's alarming. <laughs> It's alarming. That's my name. Uh, just alarming? Yeah, the alarming and attacker smiling heart in the podcast. That's how we hang out with the, like the RZA and the Paziza and the Method Man. So I'm, I am at least a, a happy attacker. Yes, I'm yeah, smiling, as, smiling as I attack. Now, this is how this works. Even old dirty bastard, right? ODB. That's who you guys are going to be hanging with, all these guys. Oh, absolutely. Now, this is where it becomes really good to have this name. Your enemy on that name is going to first think attacker smiling is going to kick my ass mm-hmm. while he's happy. Well, he's having a good time. You know, because he's with the Wu Kang, so he, the attacker already knows he could be a monk of some sort or whatever other clan. Mm-hmm. But you're with the Wu's. That's right. So his ass is going to get kicked. But it would bring him terror at the same time because after the attacker smiling kicks his ass, he gets felt up by old dirty bastards. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh no. <laughs> oh my God. Oh no. <laughs> and what kind of method man? I don't know. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. <laughs> Attacker smiling. Attacker smiling. I'm going to write that down. It's my name. That's where my money goes. Ancient history, Adam. Teaching Chong. Uh-huh. <laughs> Up in smoke, everybody, I think, on planet Earth knows about this. There's, it's almost impossible not to know about Cheech and Chong mm-hmm. and this extremely cult classic. Absolutely. Of Up in Smoke. Probably one of the funniest movies I remember seeing as a kid. This is their big hit. This is this their is, biggest this is mega hit. And debut, as a matter of fact. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, right mm-hmm. out of the chute. They went to get some weed, and it was at his uh, cousin. Uh, I forget the guy's name, his cousin. And the guy went crazy because he has some kind of Vietnam flashback. Remember that part <laughs> of the... <laughs> <laughs> and Chong was trapped inside the house, and he would. And some some crazy girl, uh, I think she uh, snorted Ajax. Oh my and, god! Yeah, it was really crazy, man. But yeah, I love it. And then when they were bringing that van of made of weed across the border, and oh yeah, that's right, uh, dude. It that's was just right. it was a great movie, though. Okay, two thousand and three, May the thirteenth, two thousand and three. Adam, this <laughs> should be no surprise to you. Okay, Tommy Chong of the comedic team Cheech and Chong pleaded guilty to selling drug paraphernalia. Over the internet. Paraphernalia, not drugs no, themselves. No, 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 no. He, like, uh, he sold glass bongs yes. and uh, smoking so, apparatus. 
why would anybody be shocked that Tommy Chong is selling? But how would the authority? Because we're not selling the material. We're not selling the actual drug. So how would the authorities know what you're going to put into your glass bong? You could put tobacco. You could smoke tobacco That's through true. this. I mean, did he have it specifically on the website? Say, hey, get your marijuana bong here. <laughs> this is only for weed, please. First <laughs> and of all, lace it with some other things, too. First of all, it's Tommy Chong, so he's going to be profiled. <laughs> <laughs> he probably have a five-leaf plant <laughs> right on the homepage there, oh, the whole thing. God almighty, that's probably what he has. <laughs> One, two, three, four. This weekend. Oh, yeah. Kiss. Yes, Adam. Yeah. 2004. You know, I was, he said Las Vegas, guess what? I was there. You were there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I have that DVD here. I was watching, I got that off of the video that's actually on iTunes. I have the DVD that I can tell you that I watched it the first time, right? No Mm -hmm. problem. The second time, I watched it almost a slow motion to see. Where, I knew where we, am I? Yeah, because the day that we were there, was that's where the sign was that said, we will be recording live tonight. Oh, for the, yeah? For, the, for uh, this. For, the, for this right here. I love it, it. Wasn't it cool? So it was like, I was, I waited, I don't know how long for this to be released. I had pre-ordered it, and when it came in, I, was, oh, I said, oh my God, please let me be on here. <laughs> did you ever find yourself? Oh, it did oh, happen. Damn it. <laughs> now, did they have a lot of shots from like behind from the stage like, out to the audience? They had a few of those, yeah. Yeah, a lot in the front. You know, there were some in the... In the we were up at high, a little bit higher, so, you know. And it was like, especially when he... Uh, when when I say he would be... Uh, Paul Stanley, mm-hmm. excuse me, was uh, singing uh, Love Gun. So he went up into the rafters. He was almost in front of us. Ooh. So it's like, oh, please, this is the part. This is the part. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the only concert movie I will to ever watch with. Oh, because she wanted because, to see herself too. She was or? there yeah, as well. Yeah. So you know. So yeah, that I could see you. Shared interest. Exactly. Let's see ourselves. Other than that, no way. <laughs> Two thousand and four, Adam, May the thirteenth. Okay. Two thousand four. Today in history, bear bear yourself down for this one. Okay. Okay. I'll bear down. In. <laughs> I don't even know what that. I don't know what the fuck that means. It's bearing down. <laughs> in an Australian radio interview, Gene Simmons of Kiss, I mean, where else is he going to be? We're in talking of Kiss Street, right? Right. Stated of Islam, you're going you're gonna to love this. Oh, good. This is a vile culture. <laughs> wow. And if you think for a second. It's a billion people. Yeah. <laughs> that it's willing to just live in the sands of God's armpit. <laughs> <laughs> You got another thing coming. Man, <laughs> vile culture. Oh, wow. They want to come and live right where you live, and they think that you're evil. Wow. <laughs> Man. That's oh, wild. Yeah, so after a flood of angry calls from Muslims, <laughs> yeah. Simmons claims that he was speaking only of the extremists. Of course. <laughs> right. He had to clarify that afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and they were just in Dubai here a couple of months ago. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. That's where they had that big show. <laughs> With all the explosions, the record. And, and everybody was in their hotel rooms watching. <laughs> yeah. Wow, not, not a big fan. Uh, no, man. He's of Jewish origin. So yes, sir. definitely. Of course not. That's, that's culturally uh, yeah. opposite, yes. Anyway, another KISS story in May 14th, uh, 2013. It was reported that KISS planned to open over 100 restaurants in North America. How far have they gotten in this? I don't know, about maybe three. (laughs) (laughs) The band, who had just opened a third branch of the Rock and Brews in the greater St. Louis area, said that they wished to open 100 more in the next five years. And this was, what, 2013? The band planned to open new branches in LAX, in Los Angeles, Maui, and Kansas City, Missouri. That I do know. That one in Kansas City I've been to many, many times. Oh. Yep. I also went down to the one down there in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. Yeah. I remember you yep. talking about that one. Yeah. And then they were going to open up that casino. That, that never happened. So, yeah. Oh, is that off the table now? I think so. Because, I mean, they t- even took out all the pictures. I stopped. That's the, the reason why he went down there for that show, right. wasn't it? Yeah. No, he, no, no. The reason he went to the show so I could sing with him on stage. Oh, I, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> Remember that's that's how you ever forget that the, the, an, the ancillary I've point. You, I've only reminded you a thousand times. The ancillary point is like, oh, we're gonna break ground on this casino <laughs> over here. <laughs> that's a side note. Yeah, <laughs> one more thing, Adam. One other thing before you hit it though. Right. Born on this week in May 12, nineteen fifty-eight, is Kiss drummer Eric Singer. Oh, there you go. Happy, happy, birthday. Birthday. happy birthday! Happy birthday! We make it clap. We make it clap. This is cheery. Busta bus. Busta rhymes and making it clap. That's right. I wonder what this is about. <laughs> well, he wants a lot of applause. <laughs> the music video, check this out, Adam. In 2005, May the 9th, 2005, the music video for Stevie Wonder's So What's the Fuss is issued with a descriptive audio track by Busta Rhymes for the visually impaired. Descriptive audio track by Busta Rhymes? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, that, that was DMX. <laughs> oh, that, oh, okay. You're confusing How, how does Busta Rhymes go? go? Oh, man, I forget. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's, uh, uh, let me see. Uh, flipmo, Flipmo. Something like that. <laughs> oh, he talks really fast. Yeah. No, he would, he would, but how would, I don't know. How would he be able to understand it? Anyway, but he's, the, but isn't this cool of Busta Rhymes? Mm. He's helping the the blind, the visually impaired. Yeah, he's describing to him what Stevie Wonder was. He's doing. very verbose. Like he, he's oh, very. Yeah. He, I mean, he could just get those words out, no problem. No tongue twister could ever tackle. He was him. what was it? He was either on Loudwire, or one of the one of the rock magazines the other day. He was talking about how he fired people if uh, they didn't respond back to his texts or voicemails. Really? Yeah, he said, if I took the time to listen to yours, you better be listening to mine, or reading yours, you better be reading mine. <laughs> Don't be fucking around with me. I'm bust a bust. <laughs> You're all fired. Shit. <laughs> uh, can you imagine? And this song right here, though, on Make a Clap, Yeah. this would have been an awesome descriptive audio for the uh, for the visually impaired. Yeah, absolutely. No kidding. <laughs> you, don't you have audio of, of clapping? I do. I do. <laughs> you do have clapping audio. I, yes. I think I've, I've, heard, I've heard it a time or two. I mean, great round. Oh, there, there it is right there, Adam. <laughs> it's not hands clapping, oh, no. though. <laughs> oh, I'm just making a big round of applause. That's not I think I was thinking of. I think they're, they're, uh, the initials of what's clapping here, Adam, is a GM. <laughs> 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 
But yeah, I mean, can you imagine? It would be it'd be great. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of videos that Bust the Bus would do great uh, narrating of what's going on. Oh, do you have more? Uh, uh, probably uh, uh, a few of the Steel Panther ones as well. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> yes. Steel Panther, one of our favorites. You know, they're coming into town. Yes, sir. <laughs> and... And based on that, I have some bullshit to play. Oh, great. <laughs> it's still Panther. Can, can I play some bullshit? But the best bullshit there is. It's been over a year since the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast has been able to fulfill its charter mission of viewing and reporting on badass rock shows. Perhaps the time for loud, sweaty metal concerts has passed. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Yeah, Adam, I love it! Announcing the opening 2021 Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast Concert Series guest, Steel Panther. I love it! They'll be coming back to the Cotillion Ballroom in Wichita, Kansas on June 4. Ready to deliver the goods like only Steel Panther can. Adam, I'm looking forward They'll to be this. playing all their classic hits like Community Property, Poontang Boomerang, Asian Hooker, and Eaton Ain't Cheatin'. Attendance from the ladies is always encouraged. Join us for the recap of this epic show as Tommy and Adam from the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast visits Steel Panther. There it is, Tommy. Oh, man. Uh, our next concert that we were going to attend, our I, first one out of the shoot, Steel Panther. I got fired up. By the way, I got your money. <laughs> don't don't let me forget that. All right. Uh, I, we, I lost track of who did what, when when we did it and all that. So, you know, anyway. But, uh, yes, I when you texted me and uh, you said, do you want to pick up the tickets? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. A couple of Fridays from today. We, that was one of our episodes where we had yeah. recapped a show of theirs. And was it not totally entertaining? It was beginning to end. One of the best shows we saw that year. Absolutely right. You know, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. You have no idea. I really am. I'm psyched up. And suppose there's going to be COVID controlled and whatnot. I don't know. Some, some distance of, you know, I was of having, some you know, sort. You know, while I was in California, I was thinking we could probably set up yeah. and record a few. Uh, things outside. Oh, outside of the Steel Panther mm -hmm. show? Yeah. Oh, get a little feel of the crowd? Let's talk about I that. I mean, feel, so to speak. Yeah, no, not, no, not we a feel. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no, no. Not no, cop and no. feels. We're going to be getting no, no, feels. No, no. Okay. We don't want you attacker smiling. We don't want we don't want old dirty <laughs> bastard feeling us up or anything like that. That's not going to happen. <sighs> Let's no. talk about that later. Yeah, we will. Right, let's, push this, let's push this one along. <laughs> yeah, that was a long interruption, wasn't it? <laughs> Queen, keep yourself alive, baby. Yes, we're trying. 2007, 12, uh, May the 12th, 2007. Brian May of Queen 
goes under uh, police protection after a schizophrenic leaves a letter at his home blaming him for his mental illness and threatening to kill Brian. What? Wow, mm-hmm. what Brian yep. may do to him. Yep, the, the news was published in the Sunday Mirror the following day against May's wishes, by the way. Brian May was under 24-hour uh, police protection, dude. What? Uh, yes, i.e. security watch is really Did he go to this, down to, this, this guy's probably a genius. They, they went to uh, astrophysicist school together, <laughs> and, he, and he cracked under the pressure. And he said, that guy with the big mane of hair over there, that guy is the reason why I'm nuts. Well, you know, it's, who would want to kill Brian May, number one? And, of course, Queen's music drives you crazy. Stone Cold crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, letters, the letter stated that May was an imposter. May was an imposter? Yeah. Oh. That the, sch- the schizophrenic was the real rock star. Oh, really? <laughs> I want to see an image of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> we pushed that one through, didn't we? Yes. It's a scary story, though. This is what? Oh, okay, I got it. Meatloaf Adam! <laughs> Man, I'm starving. <laughs> uh, May the 15th, 2011, Adam. Yeah. The rock star Meatloaf and rapper Lil' John. <laughs> okay. Were eliminated one week uh, before the end of season 11. Oh, uh, uh, I know this. They were on Celebrity Apprentice yes. with uh, uh, hosted by Donald Trump. Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They were they were vying. They were right up to the end, weren't they? Uh, I don't know who. No, it was right Ar- before Arsenio, the finale. Arsenio Hall won that season, I believe. It was right before the finale. I can oh, tell really? you that much. Oh, yeah. So no, maybe I'm wrong. Says here it says right before. Yeah. I was thinking when I read this. You know what I, what I was thinking? Well, you knew Little John wasn't going to win. He's well, black. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump hates black people. I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, he didn't hate Kayani. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was the biggest supporter. And he released that one lady from jail for uh, Kim Kardashian. Oh, yeah. He, uh, so that's, Kim Kardashian so got so a you lot stated, of things. You stated uh, a, you know, a, a farce? Yes. <laughs> Something a, wrong? A philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was thinking, little John. What? No. He, he, got, he got the wrong gig, Adam. Why? Because... I believe he would have done way better, Adam, uh-huh. as as Trump's hype man after 2016. <laughs> oh. Check this out, right? I think I am actually humble. Yeah! I think I'm much more humble than you would understand. Okay! China has total respect for Donald Trump and for Donald Trump's very, very large brain. What? This is a tough hurricane. Yeah! One of the wettest we've ever seen from the standpoint of water. What? It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Okay! Important developments in our war against the Chinese virus. We'll be invoking the Defense Production Act. Yeah! It's not racist at all, no, not at all. It comes from China. Yeah! It includes humanitarian assistance. Okay! More law enforcement. What? Drug detection at our ports. What? Closing loopholes that enable child smuggling. Okay! 
and plans for a new physical barrier or wall. Yeah! When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. What? They're sending people that have lots of problems. Okay! They're bringing drugs. What? They're bringing crime. What? They're rapists. What? And some, I assume, are good people. Okay! I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing. Yeah! Not from the right. What? Proud boys, stand back and stand by. What? Let's go! <laughs> I think it was I think oh it was dwindling down as God. as time went on. At the end, he just hauled ass. He said, "What the the Proud Boys? I'm out of here." <laughs> uh, I don't think we're gonna have to do a motherfucking here today. No, not at all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he had, he had the wrong job. <laughs> he hired the wrong guy. Absolutely. That's the guy. He That's the guy who's gonna support him. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you want somebody to emphasize your point? That's a little John. That's what the hype man does. <laughs> anyway, oh, Adam. Oh, my God. Yeah, 2013. Let's close out this uh, day in rock history with this, dude. Okay. May the 9th, 2013. The Record Industry Association of America started counting streamings towards its gold and platinum award certifications. Yeah, you have You've to. spoken about this many, many times. Sure, Adam. yeah, yeah, yeah. This happened in 2013, so now we actually know when it happened. With 1,500 albums streamed equals to one album sale. 1,500. Wow. That's considered one unit, as you know, as, as if it was a big sure, album. Sure, sure, sure. And 150 songs stream, counting for one song sale, or in other words, a single. Okay. That's how it's calculated. That sounds dude. a little bit more reasonable. I mean, the, the 1,500. That's what it says here, dude. Have, you, you, have you listened to any album 1,500 times? Uh, that, you know, there's just 1,500 people doing that, right. not just I, I one understand. person. I understand. But for that one person to get it before, they would have to buy it, and they could listen to it as much as they want. But now, you had to... Have fifteen hundred listens to count as one sale? Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Well, that's it, dude, right there. Let's Damn. Just let you know that's what the numbers are. Man. Woo! It's that time to kick back in the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast Time Machine. Open your mind and listen to the significant album. What? Who knows? You may even be delightfully wounded. By one of Mr. Adam Tate's deep cuts. Listen up, it's about to get real heavy. Insignificant album time, baby! Yeah, it is, and you and picked Motley Crue. Yes, we did. Release May the 15th, buddy. 1987. 87. On Electra Records, man. This is correct. Motley Crue released this epic, mm. epic, mm. epic mm. piece of glam rock <laughs> and modern heavy metal. Girls, 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 which covers a lot of what 
you know, I used to love it during that time of, of my life. Rock and rolling girls. <laughs> 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 this album spoke to me, dude. So this album has a few of their biggest hits. Oh yeah, with girls, 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 obviously. I was, and, I was and twenty. Of course, this one right here. I was twenty two years old when this came. Wild out. Side. Twenty two years old, dude. That's that's 22. how old I was. Yeah. Oof. You must have been what twelve. <laughs> 87 you say? Uh no. 13? <laughs> oh, I mean, you're, I was, you're I way was, off. I was in the zone. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you if you want this information. Go ahead. I have never listened to this album cover to cover. You are shitting me. Nope. I know Motley Crue songs only by radio play. No way. Yep. You know who's a huge Motley Crue fan that I should have called them for this? <laughs> Kayame? <laughs> no. Your guest host number two? My, go- my, my cousin Joey. Joey Quintana? Joey Quintana. Huge Motley Crue fan. By the way, did you see that... Uh, what's the other two groups that he recommended to us? The Dead Daisies? Oh, the Dead Daisies. And sure. what's the other one that's coming? Uh, Here to the Cotillion. There's another one. Oh, shit. Dirty Honey? Know. Dirty Honey, yeah. Yeah, I believe we need, so. We need to get that. Oh, one too. You, oh no, you know who the name of, of Cheech's cousin was? Strawberry. Strawberry, the cousin? <laughs> that was the cousin on the movie. I just remembered. <laughs> I knew it come back to me. <laughs> that's a that's a cousin that they went to buy weed from. Anyway, let's get let's get back on track. We see we see how it goes. We went to Motley Crue, Weed, Strawberry. Girls, Straw. It's like everything is there. <laughs> You've never listened to a Motley Crue record? I don't believe so. Maybe Dr. Feelgood. Wow. But other than that, I don't think so. <laughs> Dr. Feelgood was not the one. At, well, yes, it was the one after this one. But there was one that was like uh, Essential Raw Cuts or something right after this one. It was like an EP or something. Because mm. it was Live Wire. It was an EP first. Then it was Live Wire. Then it was uh, Shout of the Devil. Then it was uh, Theater of Pain. Then this one. Okay. And then that Raw Cuts one, whatever it was called. I can't remember right now. And then it was Theater of Pain. If they had a greatest hits album, which I'm sure they do, yeah, that was decade of decadence. That's yeah. right. That's what I've listened to. I told you, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a big Motley Crue guy. I'm a big Motley Crue fan, dude. I am. That's I, good. These I, I saw them, uh, and they're, you can go see them on tour in uh, 2022. Yeah, I know. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. They, they, they didn't get pushed to 21. They've moved, yeah, they moved on they, they just, a whole another year. You know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's another that's another subject. But <laughs> Motley Crue was uh, one of the first bands that I saw here in the states live. Really. Mm-hmm. They opened up for uh, to a Oz- different environment. Would it? It was. It was compared uh, to a oh yeah Puerto Rico oh yeah show? absolutely yeah yeah. It was in the Market Square Arena in Indianapolis where I saw him. Okay. Yeah. And the, and I think I told you this before. I think it was a UFO spinoff was the opener was called Wasted. And then Motley Crue after them. And then uh, Ozzy. Mm. But it was the, the Motley Crue show just at that moment. I was captivated. Wow. It was absolutely insane. Super high energy. Mm-hmm. It was It was beautiful. Yes. And the visuals on it, I mean, they, they, they didn't have explosions. They didn't have a lot of things going on. They had some of it. Well, but they weren't the headliner. They don't, you, don't, yeah. you don't pull out all the stops. So I was like, wow. I, I, and I already had Live Wire. I went immediately went out to buy. Uh, I hadn't bought, you know, because usually sometimes the sophomore album is like, oh, you know, maybe let's go see what's going on with this. Sure. You know, boom. And after that, I was a Miley Crew fan. I was hooked. Mm-hmm. But I loved it. So, yeah, here's girl, uh, you know, girls, 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 man. Motorcycles, chicks, you know. It was awesome. Here you go, right here, man. Mm-hmm. Wild Side. Yep. You know, great song, too. Absolutely great. Uh, Dancing on Glass. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Bad Boy Boogie. Sure. You name it. Well, let's talk about this real quick. The the day before it was released, in a Motley Crue fashion, Adam. Oh, good. They held a listening party at a strip club, of all places. What were the chances? <laughs> Why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> in Hollywood called The Body Shop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where, oh, by the way. Get your dents worked on there? They were quite familiar with the venue. <laughs> oh, sure. I'm sure they were regulars. They probably had their own booth and everything. A back room devoted to them as well. Yes, this is the fourth studio album okay. by the glam metal geniuses that are Motley Crue. Were they still really glammed up at this time? No, hair, no, hair no, teased no. They were already doing the leather and things like that. I think they left the hair teasing and whatnot. They were kind of... They were... For Livewire, they were kind of kissish. Along with uh, 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 Alice Cooper, you know that theatrics was going on. Okay, uh, and you saw the dirt. Yeah, I did. Right? Yes, yeah. sure. It's something like the book, not totally, but it's in the zone. Uh, and then after that, they went to Super Kiss action <laughs> with uh, yeah. They, I mean, it was the whole deal with with, uh, with uh, Shout at the Devil. You know, the, theat the theatrics were there, you know, the whole deal. Then after that, they went to this crazy, uh, I want to say, like, the quiet, riotish, poison, makeup-y mm. for theater of pain. Like with, like, rouge and all this kind of thing on, yeah, the, on the cheeks? Yeah, and, yeah. And, the, yeah. and the clothes was kind of, was lacy, satiny. It was kind of almost, like, all of a sudden they woke up and they turned into a bad uh, Steven, uh, Steven Tyler. <laughs> you know how Steven Tyler it's, They were like a combination of Steven Tyler And the Stevie Nicks You know at least that you know again Because it's I always wondered You know after I want to say after Dr. Feelgood I was like what happened to my Motley Crue mm. You know the theater play Motley Crue was great But it wasn't like oh I'm not that excited I don't want to put up a poster <laughs> right. Of these dudes yeah, 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 yeah. You know I'm going to hold up on that They don't look cool you know That's right <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, still though, it, it was uh, you know the home uh, home sweet home is a, is one is my favorite record, off of Theater of Pain. You know because I was at the time I was going home and whatnot. Anyway, it, that, that's sure. another record. Sure. Let's go back to to uh, to uh, girls, uh, girls, 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 girls. Uh, it contained the Wasa. We just played that. This one right here, uh, girls, girls, girls. It's the 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 band's final collaboration with uh, time uh, with Tom Worman. He had produced the previous two records. Okay, and. Uh, uh, like those albums, Girls, Girls, Girls would uh, achieve quadruple platinum status. So these guys were mega millionaires. They're just, you know, they have already gotten through a lot of their problems, except for the obviously with the drug abuse and sure. whatnot. So then, kind of like it was after not only this one right here, whilst uh, not Girls, 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 uh, after this one is kind of where they did their last hoorah to me with uh, with uh, Doctor Feelgood. Then after that, it turned into. The Motley Crusoe Barbara. And again, that's just me. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not saying that's, you know, where that's had, what happened. Where they, that's where they had band opinion. members leaving and yeah. Vince Neil be gone for a you little know, while. And then they and had Tommy the, Lee be gone yeah, for a while. Yeah, they had the thing with uh, uh, Nikki Six. Nikki Six had, would die. Would die. You and know, come back. Yes. <laughs> uh, later on, I want to say uh, Tommy Lee, you know, went through the whole thing with, with uh, Pamela Anderson. He also went to be a drummer. Up at I want to say the University of Nebraska. University of Nebraska, yeah. right? Yeah, and you know Vince Neil coming on and off, on and off, on and off, on and off. It was it was where the turmoil of of th these four human beings 
coming together and making this great music. Mm-hmm. It, it was it, to me it was like it still it was still cherished in my heart, you know, cherished in my heart that sure. Motley Crue had a special place there for me, even as 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 upsetting as it was for our show that we mentioned yeah. a bazillion times yeah. on this podcast, it's still there. You know, I really enjoy Motley Crue music. Yeah. It's simple. It's fast. It's it's hooky. It's like it gets you going. You're you know, it's just what it is. This album here is, right. you know, uh, uh, you can listen to a song like Nona, mm-hmm. which is an instrumental, kind of. Listen to this. Just put up a little bit. Awesome. Has some synthesizer in there. Okay. You know. Is this just an interlude in between songs kind or something? Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out that's a good song right there. Now I've, now go ahead and play Bad Boy Boogie. All right. That's a that's a very bluesy tune. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Adam, this is a deep cut. I'm I'm deep cutting you. There you go. <laughs> Listen to this. Listen to this song. You're gonna love it, man. Well, they're boogieing and they're all bad boys, so yeah, it's a fitting title. Yep. It's awesome. You gotta check it it's out. A, it's a signature Motley Crue sound. This morning, when you're going to do whatever it is you're doing, you need to listen to this album. When I'm going over my investment portfolio, yeah, you're doing, the, <laughs> when you're doing that bullshit. The bad boy yeah, boogie. Right. Now check out. <laughs> go ahead and play also something for nothing. Something for something. For nothing. Yeah. Now this one I know. This is a, this is a good oh, song. Yeah, I like, yeah, I like yeah, this song. Yeah, exactly. It's about banging. You know, which well, is I about can't. which is about ninety nine percent of the songs that absolutely. Are, you know. And banging for free, obviously. But no, this is something for nothing. Doesn't work like that. You're getting something for nothing. No, it, it, aren't you getting something for nothing? They're trying to say is oh. you really can't get something for nothing. Oh, okay. It costs you know cost you something. Also, the next one is going to be All I Need, Adam. This mm. is kind of a, this is kind of a, uh, here, here's Tommy Lee on the keyboards on this one. We're all in our feels now? No, this is uh, the song where evidently a domestic violence uh, <laughs> abuser, a shit human being, oh. kills his girlfriend forever. Goes kills to, her forever? Yeah, Not well, like I mean, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> You just kill him for a little she's while. She's dead, and he's she's. I'm too excited. I, I I came alive again. Hold up, let me let me let me okay. slow down. Kills her and goes to jail forever. Oh, I or to the mental institution. Oh no, it's a sad song. This is kind of like used to love her. Used to uh, I you, you, what I used to love sure, her had sure. to kill her. Right, same, right, right. Same, under, same under kind of deal. It's fictional. Sure. You know, it was a love song. It was a power ballad. You for know. sure, it's not inspired by a true story. It could be. <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> There's a lot of holes in the desert. You probably saw a lot of those oh, holes. Oh, man. I was thinking about that, too. <laughs> and the album's capped off by Jailhouse Rock, which was a cover of... Uh, now we're talking. You know, of your uh, favorite. One of your favorite. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Heavy metal style. The, the only way I could digest Elvis today. <laughs> they adrenalized it. They, they went and put it like in fast forward. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Yep. You know, they, yep. but they're also got, known by, for good covers. You know, that's what Motley Crue was also known for. Sure. So yeah. 
they did they, they revived a lot of songs that were pretty cool so mm-hmm. you know smoking smoking the boys room obviously yeah, big so. hit yeah Adam well this is good we're gonna close a significant album right now okay because, because this, it's all the, you man it's, yeah it was all me on this <laughs> <laughs> four million copies sold by the way that's big. Significant album. Ah! Woo, got past that one. Made it. Adam, born on this day, rock and roll birthday, baby. Woo, this is a funky tune. It's the talking heads. The top it is David Byrne, man. May oh, yeah. 14th. 1952 is 69 today. He's kind of a weird guy. He is, I think he's a great performer. He's oh, he an is. artist. He's an artist in all. He's Scottish American, by the way. Scottish American? Mm-hmm, yeah. I didn't know that. He was a founding member of uh, the, the Talking Heads. The Talking Heads, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Burning down the house. Quick, did you also mm. know? Mm-mm. Did you also know that he received an Oscar, a Grammy, a Golden, a Golden Globe? No. And he's also been inducted. Wait to a minute. He's got a Grammy, Oscar, and a Golden Globe. Grammy, Oscar. Oh, okay. Three. He, yeah, he's not the... He, he doesn't have the EGOT. EGOT he, he needs yeah. the tone. He's also in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We don't care so much <laughs> yeah, about that. Oh, my God. Let's move on to I've that. I've never cared so little about the Rock and Roll <laughs> Did you see that shit this week? Bullshit. Also, Adam, born today, CC DeVille, baby. He's plucking the strings on this song right, right here. Right, it's an awesome song. Bruce Anthony Johansson. <laughs> That's his real he's, name. He's a Nordic person. He's uh, <laughs> from Northern Europe. <laughs> Swedish of some sort. <laughs> also celebrating birthdays today, Adam. Oh, there's more uh, people? Yeah. Well, just real quick. This is Tom Peterson from Cheap Trick. He's 71. Ian Asbury is 60, the cult. You know that? Mm-hmm. Yes. No. 60? He's 60 okay. today, yeah. Uh, Firewoman, you know. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah I like the like Ghost cool. with a slash. Uh, also, Marvin Young. You know who he is? No. <laughs> Young MC, Bust a Move, man. No, why would I know that? <laughs> you know Bust a Move? Well, yeah. I know, do I know Marvin Young? <laughs> and also, Paul Hewson today is 61 years old. Paul Hewson. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Bono. Oh, okay. <laughs> the guy who shit his pants on a, on Jimmy Buffett's <laughs> airplane. <laughs> <laughs> how, can, right. how can you forget that, you know? Yeah. We were, I was just in Joshua Tree. Uh-huh. You know, I didn't get no inspiration like uh, you know, like Bono did, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? <laughs> what are you asking of me? What are you asking? It's the Tommy and Adam R today podcast. Birthday number three. Adam, I'm getting my app together here. I'm Adam, loading it. It's loading. Adam, Adam let me tell you this. Yeah. I I missed the third birthday. You missed the third birthday? I did, man. You have no idea. Now, you I've could been, probably take I've part been... in it outside of, of the studio. You could probably get observance of someone in, in their athletic attire. There's a lot of yoga pants, yeah, but, yeah. You know, but that's real pervy. <laughs> 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 I've been dying to do this for the past. Okay. Hitting the modem. <laughs> well, I expect this one to be top notch then. Me too. Provided by Agent X3, by the way. Oh, oh, now, wait a minute. The last time he sent us something, it didn't quite meet the standard. Now, let me tell you this much right now. Oh, okay. The way I understand it 
is this particular model. I haven't seen her yet. Okay. But has showed up on Godzilla videos. Oh, <laughs> so she's already got like pre-approval. <laughs> yeah. You got, you got two top players on one person. So here we go, Adam. You're going in to buy a car. You already have the things. Like, I'm good. <laughs> That's I'm right. good for the money. I'm pre-approved. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Adam. Okay. You got it? Let's, let's see. Yo, let's see oh, it's loaded up. Let me see if up. you got the same thing I got. I have Nashali. Oh, Lord. Oh. Yes, you do. Okay. N-A-S-H-A-L-I underscore S, Nashali's. I don't know what to say at this point. <laughs> I recognize it. Oh, this I, is... I have recognized Godzilla's observation on now, this one. Now, in, in the recent past, we have had group sites where it was many, Mm-mm. you would submit uh, from, it'd be a variety of women in this, in this uh, but this one is actually for one particular model, Nashile Lopez Santiago. She is not sharing, Adam. She may be sharing a picture no, too, she doesn't, but not this page. I don't think she needs to share. Uh, me neither. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I wish she would share, but you know, I'm a married man. <laughs> oh. Oh, Adam. She Adam. is accepting DMs. Check this out. Hey, did well, you hit the translate yet? Well, before yeah. you, before <laughs> yes, I did hit the translate. Before you hit the, tra- uh, you know what? I know. Oh shit! Wait a minute. Now I know why this is familiar. Oh, I've seen her. Uh, yes, I have. I have seen uh, Godzilla's gaze in uh-huh. in a few of these already. <laughs> so oh, he uh, likes he likes those videos too. Ah, uh, Godzilla does. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he, she has 285 posts. Oh, she has th- no. very, very what? moderate, very moderate. That's yeah, not a lot. It's but look, she has 135, 135 thousand, thousand, right? <laughs> thousand. Yes. Yeah, I always forget. Yes. And uh, she follows 267. So anyway, that doesn't matter. Who she, she must be located very near a beach because she's usually in beach attire. Well, Adam, I just saw the flag. She's from Puerto Rico. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> another factor. That's another instant approval. <laughs> <laughs> She's Land top mark. right now. This is gonna be. It doesn't matter how we describe or do with this. This is a top uh, third birthday, Adam. There's, oh. a, 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 this is an insanely top third birthday. Uh, here's here's is a, this an Insta follow? Uh, this is yeah yeah. It, no wait a minute. Let me check. Oh yeah, I got about seven of my friends following this one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let me hit a follow on this one too. Click click. I just hit the. Oh lord. <laughs> I got all kinds of suggestions. You might, you may also like. <laughs> Nashalee Lopez Santiago Adam. Uh-huh. I almost hit message. What am I going to tell her? <laughs> hey, this is followed by Tommy Martinez. What? <laughs> <laughs> I just right. clicked it right now. It showed up on your yeah, 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 it's right here. Oh, my God. That's fast. <laughs> <laughs> She's a, fa- a fashion model, Adam. Uh, obviously. Uh, here's her quote. And did you hit the did you hit the translate on the quote yeah, as well? I did, okay, I go did, ahead. Go ahead and read the quote. Madness is a pleasure that only the crazy knows. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't get all philosophical on this, but she just she just you know quoted about madness. She's also aside aside from being a model, she's a psychology student. Oh, real kitty. So she is not only just beauty; she's also brains. I need some counseling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably gonna need some more counseling when, once we see these pictures. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, what's the first one? Oh, she's yeah. kind of happy about something. I don't know. Well, no. Okay. Let's skip the first one. Put nobody cares about that one. Well, it seems like each post is an array of photos. So there's like five oh, associated oh, with really? the first one. Man, you yeah. already went that deep on it? Come on now. I, Wait I, up for I me. Like, I like to go deep. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Keep that to yourself, please. I don't, I don't need to hear all that. Well, number one, let's just go to immediately okay. to the fifth one. Fifth one Adam, because we don't one. get a lot of these uh 
animals. Maybe you'll get a dog. Oh, you'll get a kitten. But in this case, we have a horse, Adam. Yes, she is uh, on a horse, beachside, of course. What were the chances? And not very good. And she is uh, protecting her, her skin with the cowboy hat. So her face is not going to get a lot of sun damage. No. Now the, I don't the, see a lot of covering there there's, on there's the... There's not a uh, lot of coverage on uh, the backside, which is kind of what we're looking at. Yeah, kind of a side angle looking at her, but I yeah, can see a, is, I can see a future Godzilla video where he is peeking behind. She the is horse. bareback, <laughs> so twice. Love my booty. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> this is an array of photos as well. Yes, there are Ooh, there are six associated photos. Oh my photos. God! Look at the second one; it's even better. Yeah, there's and the third one. She's has the uh, horse's tender no, in no, front we, of her, but, <laughs> taking care. Did you see that new that new Godzilla uh, video where yeah. he annihilates <laughs> <laughs> the yoga man, yeah. naked yoga man? Yeah, he'd be annihilating here. Uh, this guy right here. <laughs> we'll we'll protect this guy and not put him on that one. But yeah, this seems like there's a full photo. Oh, and there's a video. The oh, he's rapping. He's oh, is he spitting spitting hot fire? Yeah, he's doing. Uh, I think it's reggaeton. Oh my. Okay, well let's keep let's go. Yeah, definitely. Let's put Gilzillo on this one so you can annihilate him. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, no. But I was just saying that on the second photograph, Adam. Yes. It's so beautiful. The ocean. The ocean is is lovely. <laughs> she picked a lovely day, a lovely oh, beach, and it's and it's and it's a prized horse. Easy, lovely this, animal. Yes, this and this animals. <laughs> <laughs> this one could easily go into the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, if we go down to number, okay. let's go ahead and pick. Uh, there's a lot where she is a uh, uh, bareback, but not on a horse. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. That seems to be the principal <laughs> shot. Oh, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's go. She has some friends in a couple of pictures. Oh, she's sharing. Yeah, that that I did see that. Oh, oh, here's one. Did you see where she has the mask on? Hmm. She's protecting herself. Wait. It's about. I'm looking for a, a piece of cloth. I'm not seeing a lot that, of cloth. She has a cloth of the oh, mask. Oh, I see. The mask is over her mouth. The, the blue cloth? Yes. Oh, it's a video. It's a, oh, it's up. a video. It's a, hold on. Let me, go back. Let me go back. Oh, it's a video. Okay. Oh, she's being What's made she up. Doing? She's being made up. She's what? getting her with, brows done. With the with the mask on? With the mask on and wow. like lovely lashes and mascara. Look at that. And she's getting her eyebrows just trimmed up. Oh, and look at her quote. Eyebrows speak louder than words. That's right. Uh, I, I can't concentrate on the eyebrows for some reason, but <laughs> <laughs> she's microblading. That's what I'm looking is. at something else double, not her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> if you go right under, go. Uh, oh my God! I think we're never going to leave this third birthday today. No. If we go four of three after that, Adam, the she's third three after that. Oh, well, the, she's gotten dirty. <laughs> she get she. she she, she's been soiled a little there bit. There is a paw print on there. Yeah, there's a, and our friend is there. With like she a, has a friend too. With like a mirrored paw print on the oh back of that gosh. one as well. It looks like somebody was coming out of a cave, <laughs> <laughs> fighting for dear life. <laughs> to, to get. I would say, I would say, leave me inside. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, I'm gonna go. Stop, stop. I, 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 have to, I have to take a break. I have to take a break. You pick one now, Adam. Oh, okay, I okay. I can't, I can't go no more. We can go on to the next. Let's see. Go ahead. Let's go back to the main, the main frame here. Okay. 
Oh, my Lord. I can talk about almost any one of these here. Oh, my God. Well, there's one where she's lying on bed. Oh, on, uh, on the bed. Where's that one? Where's that one? It's just a, it's just a couple down from there. There's like a white mattress bed with like a brown cover. She's she's still wearing a bikini. In the bed? In oh, the I bed. saw that. I saw it. It's right like now. a neon oh, green wow, uh, yeah. thong back. Oh, she's, she's not in a bikini. It's, is it? It's lingerie, yes. Is it, it lingerie? Is. It is. It's lingerie. <laughs> you have a dirty mind. <laughs> she's a public figure. No, Grabs a couple thousand likes on the pics and she posts fire. Oh, yeah, that, with no doubt. Let me see what the hashtag. Oh, Airbnb. She's doing promo, yeah. Collab, so mini shoot. There's a shots of her looking out the window at yeah, a nice view that she has. Absolutely, yeah. But also, she's leaving a nice view as well. Nice things. Oh, yeah. That's a, yeah. okay. So then, she she's able to get away. And then she like, got to an Airbnb. She she had got away from the beach. Just too much beach hustle and bustle. Get me in an Airbnb. Put me up somewhere. Yes, but look, here's yeah. the sad part of this one. Oh. A little bit further down, she writes, oh. P.S. Oh. I would like to be here, but really I'm studying. Oh. She had to go to school. That's her study outfit. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> study hall couldn't be any better. <laughs> oh, Adam, look at this one. If, oh, Adam, sorry, I'm hogging this up like I'm hogging up a Molly Cruz girl girl. Found something good. She is eating oh, a no. gigantic hamburger. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. But since it's in Puerto Rico, it's not a hamburger. What? Oh, my God. You know oh, what, what that is? La putaria. Say what? No. <laughs> what did it say that? No. <laughs> she's at a bar. It says la putaria. What? And and that one that she's eating the hamburger? Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh the bar's called that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, I don't know. What does that mean? <laughs> it's yeah, La putaria means the whorehouse. <laughs> oh, hi. I don't know. What but no, she, check, the, she... check out the one where she's eating the hamburger. Okay. Let me back out. Okay. Hamburger? It's a little further down from that one. Oh, my one. gosh. Oh, no. That's her phone. She's not eating her phone. Can you see it? I'm missing it. No way. What is she What is she dressed in? Where's the puteria one? Oh, okay. wait. I see it. I see it. I see it. You see it Yes, I see it. That is a huge She got a huge burger. mouth. <laughs> it is large. <laughs> she got a big mouth. <laughs> she does. A lot of stuff fits in there. Check this out. <laughs> yes. And no, no it's, not, it's not a hamburger. What is it? I'm hamburger. <laughs> okay. I get it. hamburger. <laughs> what is her side there? What is uh, are those, are oh, those like? Check it out. Let me check it out. Let are those like frites? Blah, 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 blah. And then she said you could have it with a whole jar of sangria. Doesn't say what her side is. Mm, okay. I, I highly doubt that she ate that. Yeah. No. It would, she, it none would, of these pictures is a bite taken in, out in the In the one that she's in a friend up there that we saw that she, with the hands that they were like coming out the case, that one probably ate that hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want to be outshined. She, she picked that other model. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, man. here Did you see this one where there's a collage? Oh, Adam, I'm going to let you just pick okay, I'm hogging look, it all up. There's I'm one, just a few down from the hamburger. Okay. There's one where she's wearing a, uh, not a crown. What is that thing? A tiara. A tiara? A tiara? Yes. Okay. Where is and that one? She is, uh, she is draped, very uh, see-through item over her body is her only type of covering. But she's wearing the tiara. Do you see this one? Oh, I see it. Yeah. There's a very lovely pose she's showing there. She's She's not quite covered the entire body. There's a little bit of that hip and uh, that side side action, side ass action, just popping right out hip, of there. Hip, yeah, it's just a hip, hip but, and a glute. But then behind the hip, <laughs> behind the hip, there's some more, there's more material. <laughs> oh, and then she takes another picture from another angle on the next. Oh wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, that's right. These are a, a cold. Uh, oh wow, wow. 
So she's obviously she's won some type of an award. No, she's been honored with. Uh, did you hit? Did you uh, hit? Did you hit the translate? Oh, on, see. Did you hit the translate on? Yes, the queen of your tail or the ruin of your temple. Oh. So she's either good or evil. Hail Satan. Whatever you two. you can pick. Oh, it's multiple choice with her. Wow, she's a, a student. A couple down from there, she's in the pool. Let me see that one. Oh, yeah, oh my a, Jesus. <laughs> she, actually, she's not in the pool. She's coming out of the pool. Well, maybe she's backing her way in. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, wait a minute. Check the next one over, okay. just in case. Oh, she, <laughs> what, what was she wasn't backing it she out. Was, uh, yeah, she, she was, was flipping me off. She's flipping she's you off. Right, right, right. This doesn't work. She's got right a little right. attitude. And she, yeah. she, she applied the sparkles She's naughty. To oh, then she has her student ID card just to show you that. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah, she is a real student. Now, wow. Oh, she, now she's got the running shoes on. Oh, and the, after that one, yeah. And then just she's had a cut loose after school. She, she's partying with a friend. Man, oh, this is wow. a whole thing. Oh, there she is in her dorm, maybe after that. This is a oh my gosh, yeah. Adam. We may have to come back for part two on this one. Oh, and then she's vaping as well. She's vaping, really? Yeah, she's vaping, and she's put like artificial. Uh, oh, she's got a guy in the car. What? He, With he, braces. Uh, get Godzilla so he can annihilate him too. <laughs> 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 yeah, this is a really good one. I mean, this is oh, high quality is, through was, and through. This was absolutely quality, 100%. I love this one. Agent X, psychiatrist. Agent, <laughs> Agent X3 and the Gazelo team-up. I love it. Back in our good graces. Oh yeah, we're gonna have to come back for a second part on this Man, one. Man, that was there's really... no doubt about that, dude. This is this was just way. All the content on there was so consistent. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shut it down now. It's time for the hashtag. What the for holes? Tommy, I told you investing is in my future. It is. That's what I was instructed to do. The wife said. Enough of this. We need to figure out some sort of an investment plan. We need to get, you need to stop watching your stupid videos where you're watching, you know, a rock concert from 1984. Adam. Yeah. Whenever you say, I was instructed, you don't have to say, my <laughs> wife. <laughs> it's already implied. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. We suffer of the same, uh, <laughs> of, so, the, of the same. Uh, so I was tasked. With mm -hmm. uh, finding uh, sources of uh, investing. Okay. So I looked at, you know, the, the <coughs> normal things that you would do, like real estate type things and plans you do there, stock portfolios, these things. But they how, didn't have... How, how about vending machines? Or was <laughs> vending machines. <laughs> we're deep in those already. That's part of the portfolio right now. Um, but they didn't have the same type of return that one sees in cryptocurrency. Oh, crypto. Yeah. Crypto. This is the wave of the future, my friend. Yeah. So. Are you going to educate me on that? I I mean, I can a bit, Maybe. but we're going to talk about a specific investor. Now, I am in the I'm in the crypto streets right now. Okay. I have I have sent money downrange. All right. It is out there. It's working and it is at the mercy of Elon Musk. It, without a broker or Elon, just, or you, just yourself? Just me. Wow. And how uh, risky yeah, I'm wild. I'm wild man. man. Where, where's that Motley Crue song? Wild side. <laughs> wild side. Uh, <laughs> so the wild side of Avatar. So yes, I'm at the mercy of Elon Musk. Whatever he wants to tweet, he can he can either make 
everything shoot up or shoot down. No kidding. Yes. He has but, that kind of juice? He does. But we're going to talk about a specific investor. We don't know the guy's name because in cryptocurrency, you're kind of, everything just goes into a wallet. And you don't know who has the wallet, but whoever's carrying that wallet has access to the tokens and the funds in that wallet. Oh, wow. I'm interested all, right. all of a sudden. Yeah. So, uh, you know about Dogecoin, don't okay. you? Yeah. That was the one that Elon Musk first pumped. He brought it up. It's a joke currency. Somebody wrote a program on a computer as and gave it a nominal value, right? And when people purchase it and the steam behind it, it'll, it'll fluctuate as far as how much it's worth. Usually, on an, on initially, it's worth fractions, tiny fractions of a penny. Kind of like that, uh, the fart thing where the guys were farting. NFT in a, type thing? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that, yes. But... Uh, uh, months ago, probably six months ago, Elon Musk first brought up Dogecoin. Okay. And the price shot up to like seven cents, which from where it was, was like tenfold. So if you're holding a bag, quote unquote, of Dogecoin, your worth just went up 10 times, right? So it went up to like seven cents. And it's become like a big thing. It's like, the currency for the people, and all the all the non-investors will get in on the Dogecoin. This is what this is what this is what's been happening. My two sons have Dogecoin; they have purchased some Doge. Um, and then this last weekend, Elon Musk was actually the host of Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Live. Live. Yeah, and in anticipation, people were buying a bunch of Doge, and the price is pumping. So it went from seven cents as it was initially. It, it pumped up to forty cents, and then it went as high as seventy-two cents. Mm. But anyway, people had made hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars in the Dogecoin from people who had held it from long ago. Their initial investment, they'd made many, 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 many thousands of dollars. This is what's been happening in these crypto streets. Now, on the success of Dogecoin, a lot of these other alternate dog coins have been minted. And the one I'm going to talk about is Shiba Inu, which is a breed of dog, but it has also been assigned a coin. And somebody, in last October of last year, they made this digital cryptocurrency and put it out there on the exchanges. Okay. And it was maybe a hundred thousandth of a cent was how much it was worth. You know, this is the show we don't do math. Just Absolutely. F I'm, FYI. I'm, I'm giving you the background. I'm, I'm trying to give you, okay. So anyway, there is one guy who had a little bit of extra currency. He's, he put $17.53 and bought an amount of Shiba Inu last October, right when it came out, Okay, just to hold it. There's many other dog coins, but this is the one that kind of took off. So last week with... The Elon Musk going to Saturday Night Live, all this stuff is pumping, right? And the Shiba Inu, a group of people on Twitter and whatever got together and they said, this is the one we're going to pump. And all this money came into it. That guy's $17.53 investment gave him a, a total of $5.8 million after an, a total time invested for 197 days. His $17 investment became $5.8 million Adam, on the I, back of Shiba Inu cryptocurrency. Adam, 
Am I talking to a millionaire right now? <laughs> That's the thing. You have to find this at its very beginning. You have to find it at its genesis. There's other things out there that are now pumping to high levels. So you it's can get in there and still make money, but you're not going to make those meteoric gains unless you get in like super when it's early, cheap, super early. And you get a big bag. Are your sons millionaires by just like <laughs> Well, Elon Musk is continuing to pump the Dogecoin and they are making money. They're it's it's continuing to pump. So that's crazy. Yes. We need we need to talk about the Steel Panther podcast and this Dogecoin after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're gonna have a spin-off uh podcast. It's gonna be the uh Adam's investment podcast, <laughs> cryptocurrency pod. <laughs> That's it. You want to make money, Tommy? Get in the crypto. No shit. I'm fucking around in California. You're making money. But if he says something against something that you're holding, like I have a bunch of Bitcoin, and then he'll say, oh, Bitcoin is, is not bad for the environment, then it just plummets. Oh, oh fuck. You know, it's always, there's always some kind of catch. You know what I'm saying? Always. Jeez. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Sound of the week. Tommy, we got a few sounds. I'm going to play a song first, and you're going to know what I'm getting at with this song, I think. Oh, yeah. You know what happened? Yes. Very recently. The death of Tawny Katane. Tawny Katane. Yeah. This is where she was probably made most famous on this song by Whitesnake, Here I Go Again, where she was in the video crawling all over the top of that car. It was a Jaguar, I believe it was, yeah. Yes, but Tawny Katane was an important part of my upbringing. Okay. She She was like a video playboy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) She, she She was very important to me in a certain period of time. We're in that same 1987 era or somewhere around there. So you're whacking the mold? <laughs> but yeah, I was, I, was, I was surprised to hear of her passing. Okay. But yeah, I thought we should mention her at least. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, Absolutely. It was a bad deal. And uh, also... Is in, that it? Oh, I was just going to mention that she I, had passed. I thought you were going to tell me that she was on the cover of the first Rat uh, album. She was on the Rat yeah, album. Yeah. She was also in like four other uh, mm-hmm. White Stink videos. She was Married in, she with was, Children. She was in a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. Yeah, she she had a bit of a career. I mean, I don't probably some sort of a, the surreal life or some reality well, show towards probably, the end yeah. or something like that. But um, yeah, we can we have other things. You know, when you were gone, other things were happening in yeah, the world. Yeah, absolutely. We had things like Mother's Day happened. Oh, it did. And this one mother made a video of her child, and this is a child that's probably six or seven months old. And starting to talk, just barely starting to talk. But uh, would you be f- spooked out if your if your baby responded to you like this? Would you be f- spooky? That that is that is a terrible. <laughs> that is like uh, Exorcist child. That's some shit right there. That's like, that is I'm, that is a real it's baby. Like we're hauling ass. This is just a video. We're hauling ass right now to the church. Not altered in any way, just a baby. (laughs) Who's laughing? Well, the dad is holding the child, thinking it's funny. (laughs) But I think you might, might, 
I, look at the return policy on that is, one. Is he related to the Adams family or something? Because yeah. shit. And also something that kind of went viral, I think it was last week, was did you see the South African uh, robbery attempt? No. Where the armored truck was going down the highway, Mm-mm. minding their own business, trying to get to their destination, and a attack, <laughs> attack smiley, <laughs> came up, <laughs> came up around Wu-Tang. and started shooting, firing on them, and uh, tried to take down the armored truck, wow. tried to rob them on the highway. But this this guy kind of kept his cool, and then the video that they showed had you know he was like lauded for his keeping himself together, keeping the. The, the vehicle on the road, oh, wow. not driving I did not off the see road. That. But yeah, it was a, it was a big thing. Uh, there were like follow up things with interviews and and chats with him. But anyway, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast <laughs> also had their their their. their I was just thinking about that. Their, I said, "Where are you guys working, Dad?" Their, like, their their devices were also <laughs> installed. They have their own, you know the. <laughs> the, the cams that face out, they face in. Oh, Our cams man. were also there as as a backup. We picked up some different stuff. Okay, and I mean, there's a bit of a, a South African accent, and they use some slang. Okay, kind of South okay, African, okay, okay. But it's this is what happened for real. All right, let's see. Keep an eye out for toilet. I'm gonna take a booty. Might have did somebody's following us. Did you hear it? He just he destroyed his favorite trousers. <laughs> what? Why do our guys always work around when there's any farting? <laughs> he was looking for a place to take a shit. Can we play that again? Oh, yeah. Let's, see. Let's see if we can bring that back up. Keep an eye out for toilet. I'm gonna take a booty. Bully slang for a shit. Is there a toilet in there? <laughs> Mate, did somebody's following us. Oh, shit, I'm shooting at us. Oh, I destroyed my favorite trousers. <laughs> wow. So that's what really happened. Back. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Make podcast. <laughs> Sound of the week. Oh shit, man! <laughs> you know we were. I was playing that podcast while we were uh, our last podcast while uh, we were going from. Oh Pos- <laughs> no, no! When we, go- <laughs> we were going from Palm Springs. To- <laughs> Who was in the car with you? Oh, we don't. Oh no, just a little. Oh man, <laughs> she says he looks such like a saint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god, man. Yeah, that was that was oh. colossal. <laughs> it's the Tommy Adam Hardenin podcast. Mora Hokaria. Poor South Africans. <laughs> I'm gonna have to play that though with them. Adam, we have the motherfucking of the week. Do you have anything? I don't know. That's what they said we were good. Oh, we were good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're going to do a motherfucking here this week really fast. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. It's going to be like a public service to uh, all those out there that are ignoring the we are hiring signs. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Did you experience something on your travels? I, it's everywhere was, uh, even at the airports, man, it's like 
30-minute wait, 20-minute wait? What the hell's going on? So they're trying to reduce capacity at these places by not having any staff? That The places that want to open up don't have any staff. Nobody wants to work. Everybody has a we are hiring sign. So how do they... There's not stimulus money coming out all the time. I don't right? know. I have How no idea work? what the hell's going on anyway. Here's the deal. Given that these jobs uh, <clears throat> are in public relation, consultants for Cardi B and weight reduction counselors for Lizzo, you know, that's, sell- her, that's her trademark. She will yeah, yeah. use that. Yeah, selfie uh, consultants for Will Smith, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. It's just, but still, you know, I mean, a lot of them are at Yum Yum Burger. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And it's, somebody has to go ahead and pick this up, or I don't know what's going to be going on here. But uh, the sad part is not even, uh, they're not even aspiring to go to Taco Yum Yum, or they're just, you're just waiting for the hand. I just, this is my guess. I don't know. You know, I'm not trying to be political here or anything like that, but it was like, hey, come on now. You guys, some didn't we just say this a little bit earlier? Technology eventually takes over, dude. So there's no work ethic, right? No, I, mean, I don't know. I'm just, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Now I'll tell I'm you, just saying I went that to... if even if you don't go to work for whatever reason it may be, and mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a couple of reasons because I posted something on my social media, and I'm going to read your response here that I got. Now I'll tell you, I've I've gone to a local McDonald's, and they have the, these stand-up things where you just kind of – that's like a huge tablet, and you just kind of do your own thing. You pick out your – there's counter people there, but they're not they're not helping me. They're no. saying, go to the screen. You have yes. to go to the screen to order anything. So they're, um, they're losing people. That's it. That's in McDonald's. Today I went to that subway on rock in front of your house. Oh, they just remodeled they it or just, something. The one that had burned down? The same, same thing. deal, yeah. The same thing, that's I right. had not seen one yet in a subway. Well, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's the first time. Anyway, so uh, it could be the PUA, the, what is it, pandemic unemployment. It could be that assistance program. I, mean, I don't know. Could be just the COVID. Could be anything. You know, I put out something like, hey, you know, I just waited 40 minutes for a hamburger at wherever the hell it was. I'm like, wow. It's not even at, and personally, I don't. It I'm wasn't not, In-N-Out Burger, was it? Uh, I wish I could have made it to one of those, <laughs> oh, but I, I didn't get, you know, I had to drive an hour and some change to get to one of those. Oh, okay. It was like, I'm one of those people that don't wait. I, I'm not a person that goes, that they tell me that the line is, I have to wait more than 10, 15 minutes to get into a restaurant. I move on. Get out of here. You know, I I, get, I have two hands. I know how to cook. If It'll, it'll be faster to come to my home, mm. cook it, mm-hmm. than just to wait around doing jack. And right now, waiting around doing jack, you subject yourself to COVID, et cetera, et cetera. I put something out real quick. I say, yo, come on, guys. Who the hell's not working? Why aren't you working? I had this response. Here's here's one of the responses. Okay. Tommy, Mm. for many of us, it's not safe to go back to work. Okay. COVID may be it. I don't know. We live in states that don't mandate masks, have opened their states wide open way too early. Our governor... And then they put in parentheses a Trumper. So let's just go ahead and... and Florida? I guess what I'm guessing here. Has chosen to take our federal benefits away to force people to go back to work in jobs that pay minimum wage or even worse, $2 an hour for the restaurant industry. What these political jerks don't get is that many of these low-wage earners have either moved out of state or gone to school when they lost their jobs and will not return to low-paying jobs. Okay, you know, you're, you're a student, you, 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 you're marketable, that one I could see. Now, how many people do you know, Adam? <laughs> Went back to school, graduated within one year, mm-hmm. not to go back to Yum Yum Burger. Oh. How many do you know? I don't, uh, then she I don't en- know. Th- then this person ends up with time for business owners to pay their employees a living wage and treat them with respect. 
then you will see people go back to work. In other words, take that, Tommy. Well, there are different jobs. I mean, if you're at Yum Yum Burger, (laughs) (laughs) that's not meant to be your career. This is for a young person, probably in school, to earn some money. You're, You're not meant to... Raise a family like when you work, like when you worked at that pizza joint. At that pizza joint, yeah, right. I, I wasn't raising a family there, yeah. So this is a stepping stone. We, we don't need to pay them a living wage, and they, you want somebody stuck at the pizza place to say, no. well, I'm paying my bills with the pizza place. I'm not going to aspire to anything else. I don't like it. I, I, I like the tiered things. Like you have entry level things. You have these food service jobs, which could go to the young people. And they get work experience, and then they move on, yeah. they educate themselves, and then they progress. I think they don't just move from fifteen dollar job to fifteen dollar job. I think that job, like you, like you just said, it's for young people. Yeah. That's where they learn to fuck it up, get yelled at, sure, learn their people skills, yes, learn some responsibility, learn of you know going in on time, clocking in, and whatnot, and preparing them for the next level as they study, so they can't be the burger person all their life. Which there's nothing wrong with it as long as they're earning some kind of living and not selling drugs. That dude, Let's just go ahead and, and put that out there. That, that dude that you're hiring straight out of high school, he isn't worth no $15. No, he hasn't <laughs> earned it. I wasn't. Worth it. You know. So here's, here's another response. Perhaps if business industry paid living wages, a person would find it more advantageous to go back to work. What the fuck were you doing before COVID and this uh this PUA, this public, uh, what is it, excuse me, pandemic un, uh, unemployment assistance? What were you doing before that? Or the, or the, I, that's just my question. I don't know. It's a it's a, it's a rhetorical question right now. I don't have no idea. So, anyway. so are we saying that they have a minimum wage job before the COVID hit? Evidently that so. Saying? That's what I'm getting. That's what I'm getting for the now. These responses like take that, Tommy, for writing bullshit on social media. Now I did have some other comments that said, "Fuck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, Tommy." <laughs> but but you don't read those that much. Like, no, I like oh, no, no, no. these ones that oh, I you like, disagree. I like haters. Haters make you grow. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Anyway, Adam, on that note, baby, how's this? Okay. The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Okay. Okay. Employment Technology Department. <laughs> oh, Employment Technology. Oh, <laughs> we're going to be a staffing service? <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, all right. I like that. Any particular fields we'll be uh, placing people in? They came up with... Post-COVID workforce. Mm, okay. What do you think about that? Meaning that they have had the COVID and now they're coming back to work? No, this is, means this is the first... With this the diminished is, lung capacity? This is the workforce that's going to take over for the for these people that are waiting oh. for for the industry to pay them their, their wages. Is it C-3PO? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. You're, you're following me as always. Number one, Adam. Uh-huh. The Jetsons. Rosie the Robot. <laughs> Oh, she was so efficient. She could do anything. She could handle anything on a, on a flash. She can handle a couple of things. She's great at hotel housekeeping. Absolutely. That's the first thing that I was thinking of. And you don't have to tip her, which is the great thing. No. She wouldn't, what, she wouldn't want with that. Check this out. School janitorial services. Sure. No problem. No problem there. Yeah. Circus elephant dookie sweepers. She, you don't have to program her with any olfactory senses, so she's not going to be disgusted by anything she smells. She's going to keep on rolling. Yeah. And there's going to be more people at the parade. <laughs> yeah. Especially, not, the, especially not behind, the, not they, behind with the shovel. Yeah, they won't be dispersing as the, the <laughs> elephant drops, you know, his, his memories of this great day. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Yeah, I mean, that's how, genius. How far away are we from 
getting a Rosie the Robot right now. Who you think right now? You well, have, we, we already you have, have Elon Musk going out and, and zapping Tesla cars, just like uh, Tim the Trivia Titans vehicle, which is an awesome vehicle, by the way, mm-hmm. out to you know Mars or wherever the hell, Saturn, wherever the hell he sent it. Sure. You know, I'll be dead by the time it comes back, but I'm good. Well, we already have robot vacuums Va- that, and, just yeah. go, that just go around in a programmed way, banging into things. Parks just, themselves. Yeah, and they, and they dump. They, they dump their load, yep. so you only have to mess with it like once a month or That's so. That's right. I mean, we're already kind of the way there. If anybody who's out there <laughs> waiting for these honest wages or, or the wages that they deserve, you just listen to this one. Mm-hmm. Star Trek's next generation data. Oh, data. I mean, it's like he's like a walking Apple computer. (laughs) Instant access to the internet and all these digital files come right out of the guy. Telemarketing. Mm. What do you think data could do there? Telemarketing? Mm -hmm. I don't know. What would he do? He's gonna call people. He's gonna be. He's gonna be convincing because he sounds like a human. Okay. And he could stay oh, there twenty four seven nonstop. Dial and redial and redial and redial. Yeah, you're not gonna see. Where's Data? Is he on break again? <laughs> I was smoking. I was smoking in the back. <laughs> Tech support. They're already obnoxious uh, as sure. is. And he could probably have programs to speak any language, and he wouldn't have that crazy accent when you called. He could probably have an accent that would you would be he'd able to understand. The, he'd have the accent that he would he would detect what this other person is on the other side. He'd say, "Oh, this is a Scottish guy. I'm speaking my Scottish accent." It's genius. Yeah. How far are we getting from a data? Do you think? I mean, there are, the Japanese are already making some up right now. I mean, there's already like walking dudes and. Yeah, they got the digital processing things. We got the, the, the we got, got animals. The, we got the computer thing that won Jeopardy. Like the the all the all time champions fought the computer. Yeah, and the computer just totally annihilated them. That's right. Information at their at their non fingertips. Let's move along, Jerry. Right. <laughs> go ahead. The one that you mentioned, number three, Star Wars R two D two. Well, <laughs> no, you did see the Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was in the zone. Bus boy at a restaurant. Bam. Yeah, just, just flatten that lid on the top. You can, can take that rounded edge out of there, flatten it, and he can tray. And he can pop his top, and you can put trash in it. <laughs> He's already shaped like a trash can. That's and, right. And if it's raining, his wheels won't even get tired. He just got to zap his little jets, and he'll fly towards the uh, garbage can, dump it, come right back. Yeah, exactly. No worries whatsoever. If he drops a fork, all he has to do is pick up, right. shoot that little hand out Zip. or that little z- thing, <laughs> little feelers. Grab it. And for and for the kids that and for the people that let their kids run around restaurants like animals, he could use that same zapper. Oh, that's to, right. To, to zap them, and they wouldn't even know. It'd be so fast, the parents wouldn't even know why their kid all of a sudden is by their side, scared out of his pants. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be pointing towards Artu Dito and be like and he's like fuck you kid so Rosie could be doing like the cleaning up the whole lobby floor and then R2D2 is rolling through the tables picking up all the debris I might start going to these steakhouses now I don't know <laughs> these are, I just have no idea <laughs> number four Adam and we're going to leave it here Oh, good. This is a perfect one. Lost in Space's robot. Oh, danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Warning. What do you think his job would be? What what do you think he'd best be suited for? Pissing off Dr. Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Mall security cop. Bam. Oh. Any kind of security, really. He he already looks like he's on one of those uh, (laughs) scooter things. (laughs) 
<laughs> the mall cop was on. Segway, Segway scooters, exactly. <laughs> he already looks like he's, a, he's like a full size Segway. <laughs> so there you go. Just FYI, that's a Tommy and Adam Hard today for PSA for you, baby. <laughs> Public service announcement. Get back to work, you lazy get to, bum. Get to jobs while you're still there. <laughs> It's the Tommy and Adam hard We're fucking around with this, but you know, it's More true. It's, it is absolutely true. Yeah, this is just for screwing around, but you know, I mean, honestly, technology is going to replace these Inno- people. Innovation is going to make yeah, a way. Absolutely. Why ad- advance it? Why, it's like why, evolution, why give it a dude. Reason? Yeah. You're, well, you're retired. You don't care. I, I don't, but yeah, I, I want some service. I can tell you that much right <laughs> now. <laughs> Where's my R2D2, goddammit? <laughs> I don't go to those damn steakhouses because Good times, of that. Bad times. Bad times. Oh, Adam. It's time to wrap this motherfucker up. The, the oh, whole thing. No, oh. <laughs> okay. I think we're going to break our record again. Oh, yeah, for sure. Shit. <laughs> what do you got? Good times or bad times? I got both, so it don't matter. I, to got, me. I got whatever you want. I, I could say it's bad times. Sure. All right. Well, a, a London TV service okay. is being uh, is receiving a lot of complaints. All right. And because they had a a person, her name is Emma Martin, on their morning show as the guest because she has an interesting occupation. She quit her job, like a lot of these COVID people. All right. Because she could make more money at home. Okay. She has found a way to make 3,000 pounds a month, which is, I don't know, 4,500, maybe oh, five good. grand. Okay. 3,000 pounds per month by farting <laughs> online. What were the chances? I knew <laughs> When you go away for two weeks, <laughs> the farting story's got to pile up a little bit. But anyway, the <laughs> do you have a sound to go with that? I mean, no, no, I don't. Oh, but man. the people were grossed out because of this occupation, and so they they sent all these complaints in. But the two hosts that were hosting the thing mm-hmm. were dying laughing. They could not they could not stop their laughter. It was infectious, and uh, she had a good time. But she she'd found a way to go online to a site. And offer up her farts, and oh. people would pay to watch and hear her farts. Wow! <laughs> she, there was no example given of her farts, but it must have been very beefy. Because why would you pay for something that you could do yourself? Actually, <laughs> so this is bad times for the people who are Bet, they're who complaining. Are complaining. To, they're complaining to this uh, broadcasting company. This is because great times. Why for are her. you doing this? <laughs> why are you putting this gross person? <laughs> well, I gotta tell you, man, that's, that was better than mine because my bad times would have been a HBO confirmed. The Friends reunion. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. But I have good times, brother. Okay, good. Live concerts, as you know, we have been coming back, buddy. Yeah, let me play it again. Let me play. We can do that on the replay. Man, finally, Adam, we're we're there. We're that's right. Unless there's some kind of crazy ass spike, oh, which is right. let's cross our fingers that this doesn't happen. Remember how last year we were? Oh, the fools have been postponed. No, they've been finally eliminated. Then we're like, we still had our fingers crossed for you know ZZ sure. Top and Def Leppard, oh, and it just you know everything after that just went to shit. That's right. So right now I'm gonna give you, Adam. Oh. The list of the big hitters, the heavy hitters. Oh, my God. Who's going to be out on the road Who this year? Who is going to be out on the road? Now, these aren't the smaller Ooh. acts, you know, that are going to be at the Cotillion, which is going to be fun anyway. Yeah, it's going to be know, great. And even there's a few now. I think the Orpheum uh, the, the, is also opening up. So I don't know if the way Especially eventually... with the layoff 
and we're just ready for anything to show up there. That first concert, that Steel Panther show is just going to be epic. L- listen up real quick. Uh, this is a Wichita based podcast, right? Yes, it is. You assholes need to go back to work. Fuck this shit. <laughs> we need to have people there working at these places, damn it. I'm going to be pissed. And I we, don't drink. And we have to have some event staff there so we yes, can complain about the drunk yes. guys. <laughs> yeah, or at least the bouncers. <laughs> Especially for the, uh, the Steel, the Steel Panther, Panther show. show. Exactly. Yes. All right, we already know. Foreigner will be here when? Oh, that's right. In uh, uh, Hartman Arena. In August sometime, right? Mm-hmm. But they start May 19th, dude. Okay. They start next Tuesday. Was it next Tuesday or next Wednesday? Around there, more or less. Okay. Sammy Hagar, who has been vocal through this entire time of, listen, we need to have shows. Now, is this going to be a solo Sammy Hagar, or is it going to be with the circle? With the circle. Oh, okay. Jason Bonham, mm. um, uh, Michael Anthony, yes. and Vic Johnson. Yes. Yes. May the 23rd is when he starts. Okay. It's right before Memorial Day weekend. He had wanted to continue, continue to do shows throughout the yes, COVID thing. That's, so. what, that's what I was saying. Yes, exactly. Good. Got Thank it. You. Thank you for reinforcing that. Got it. Leonard Skinner, June the 4th, for everybody who likes that kind of stuff. Okay. I, mean, you know, I don't know if they'll be with Confederate flags, though, right now, where the things uh, are going. That is kind of a trademark <laughs> of theirs, isn't it? <laughs> the South shall rise again. <laughs> Kiss starts June the 11th, 2020. Resuming. They won't be resuming. No, it's a, it's a new, entire new... They will be playing the leg. Tribeca Film Festival mm. in New York because they're... Uh, what is it? That one biography show... That they're going to be an A and E, they will be screening it there. They'll hold that biography documentaries, according to Kiss, obviously. Okay, so okay. it's not probably nothing, probably something we don't we don't already know. But still, okay. that's the way they're going to do it. Then later on, they're going to resume their uh, their uh, bigger tour. Okay, sticks June the sixteenth, okay, twenty twenty one. Judas Priest, baby, starts June the sixteenth, a two thousand and twenty one in Orlando, Florida, dude. Okay. How's that? That's good. ZZ Top, 23 June, 2021. Residency at Las Vegas, by the way. Now, did, did they totally dissolve that Def Leppard co-headline Not thing that yet. they were doing? That has here, this on this list has them as unknown start date. I believe uh, you, uh, UCR, Ultimate Classic Rock, has them starting next year in 2022. Oh, okay. So there's a date. I can't remember what the date is, but I think it's going to be February, March, something like that. Okay. You know, a lot of these groups, though, they're 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 in the geezer zones. Sure. That you know, they're they're obviously high high risk for COVID. Anyway, oh, Billy yeah. Joel, nine July. Oh wow. Megadeth, baby. <laughs> <laughs> August the twenty twenty one. Oh yes. That's right. Alongside Lamb of God, dude. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And they will trek through uh, Texas, and they date stretch through October. Okay. So you and I have a good chance of going to a Megadeth show. We need to, we need to add yeah, some bait. They were in the news this week, too. The the David... Uh, <clears throat> David Elfson. Elfson, yeah. Was doing a little uh, communications online, apparently. I'm going to say that's a lie because he said the name of our show, so I'm on his side. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm going to be totally biased. I, I totally support him. <laughs> <laughs> he was framed, Jack. Uh, Elton John, September the 1st, he starts off. He's going to resume his uh, farewell Yellow Brick Road tour. Mm. Uh, Hall of Notes will be. Why couldn't he just call it Goodbye Yellow? Brick I don't Road? know. I have no <laughs> idea. Okay, <laughs> we need to go ahead and speak to his uh, creative department there. All right. Uh, we'll just we'll just open up a Tommy and Adam Hart to name podcast uh, available on Spotify. What were you thinking again? Sorry. <laughs> Wait a minute. I haven't said this yet. Available on Spotify. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> Apple Podcast App, Himalaya, <laughs> Castbox, Castbox. <laughs> 
RSS podcast and oh. your other favorite DSPs. So here we go. Primus, dude. Okay. They will start August the 10th. And you know what they're going to be doing? Mm, a lot of bass thunder. They will be they will be playing Rush's A Farewell to the King. They're playing the whole album? The whole album. Oh, As so it's tribute. like a tribute yes. tour. Yes. Holy crap. I read that I lost my mind. That's, That's pretty, pretty awesome. Wild. Yes, yes. What type of venues are they going to? Uh, like let theaters? Let me see here. Let me think. Uh, Man. Going to our tour. Blah, blah, I've blah, never blah. seen Primus. Didn't say. Me neither. It's never really, you know. So funky, though. You know, so funky. So bass-driven. Yep. Anyway, let's keep going here. Do- Doobie Brothers, August. Santana, August the 25th. The Eagles, August the 28th. The Monkees, September the 10th. Oh, how many monkeys are still alive? I think there's two of them alive. Genesis, September the 15th. Pearl Jam. Oh. September the 18th, they start their tour. Okay. Yep, and to, to support their new album, is it Giganton or Gig- Gigaton? Oh, yeah. yeah it's that yeah, new yeah. album they have? Yep. Metallica what? will be headlining some uh, some oh. festivals in yeah. October. That's what they do. Oh, uh, that's right. And Saint so so will uh, Guns N' Roses. Uh, Wolfgang and um, is it Mammoth? or Mammoth. What? They'll be he's he starts his tour October the tenth, twenty twenty one. I'm sure that's gonna be a lot of Van Halen tribute action right there. This one was incredible to me. Hmm. Ozzy Osbourne. What? <laughs> that's Hold right. on. Yeah, that's right. Check this. I'm gonna have to read this one. Ozzy Osbourne's first farewell tour may have been titled No More Tours, but he didn't mean it. <laughs> of course <laughs> not. Of course not. <laughs> His second farewell tour, No More Tours number two, launched in two thousand eighteen, but in twenty nineteen, blah, 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 health reasons. Coupled with coronavirus pandemic, is unclear when the tour could resume. Wait a minute, it would resume. This is January, anyway. But his wife is recently unemployed, so maybe he had he had got to get back right. out there and earn yeah. some money. Oh, Grandma Alice, uh, February the 9th. Right, I knew I knew that he was going to be doing some festival shows. The Scorpions, Scorps, the Scorpions. There, there has some coronavirus problem. This is all in America, right? Uh, no, this is going to be in Europe. So this is going to be uh, uh, March the 26th, but it'll be, it'll be trickling over eventually. Yeah. Queen, May the 30th, so a year from now. Iron Maiden. They're, yeah, they're, they're going to trek continue. in Europe, That's right? right. That's right. Yep. They're going to be starting on June the 4th. So they're a year away from doing that. And then the other ones that are unknown is Journey Fleetwood Mac, ACDC, Neil Youngheart, uh, Rod Stewart, Bruce Springsteen, uh, Def Leppard, Bon Jovi. Mm. Yeah, also, Paul McCartney, U2, The Who, Rolling Stones for sure. And we don't So care. everybody. So every yeah. goddamn buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but those ones starting a little bit later. But, you know, because, I mean, those those are the high-risk ones. So, yeah. Wow. So that, Adam, crazy. is the news that I have for you on the good That side. is good news. On the good. I mean, it's excellent news, if you ask me. No kidding. Shit. I'll take it any day of the week. Woo! Good times, bad times. Did you also hear some other good news this week that... I think that Metallica has, during this whole coronavirus time, has put like 10 or so songs together. Like they already have yeah, the, the, bulk, yeah. the bulk of an album already together. I did read that, dude. So that would be great if we had like surprise drops of albums being placed here and there. Yeah, that'd, that'd be I, a huge I, deal. I would, I would say, and I would think not only Metallica. You know, I think that, oh, other, that everybody other, should have been working. Other on groups something. should have been able. I mean, here's the Foo's are right now supporting that new record they have. Right. So, you know, with the with did the, you mention them with tour dates? Oh uh, no, they weren't on. They weren't on this oh. list. So yeah, no. yeah, that's weird. I just want to say that you know, uh, hello, remember the Foo's? You canceled out of Wichita, so you need to go ahead and. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, I'm just saying that's all. That's I'm just saying nothing else other than that, Adam. So I, I understand, but it's been it's been wild. I'm just glad that finally the light at the end of the tunnel, buddy. What do you think, Adam? We think we should go ahead and wrap this up. What do you think? Yep. Might as well do it. Good. As always, we want to thank our legion of listeners, our fans, and whoever else subjects themselves to this podcast. We really do appreciate it. Yes. Keep in mind, life is not that serious. It is not. Again, search for the keywords, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Listen on Spotify, Apple Podcast app, RSS Podcast, CastBox, and everywhere else this podcast is on demand and streaming. Activate the notification icon to be notified when we are online and tell a friend. Or an enemy. I'm Adam Tate. And I am Tommy Martinez. And you are listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Remember to always play it often. Play it loud, but play it. Today, we'll take you out with Greta Van Fleet's Highway Tune. May the 15th, 2021. Zeppelin out there and Jimmy. What? <laughs> it's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Okay!